Hey, this is Scott Steiner, Big Papa Pump, the Big Bad Booty Daddy, and you listen to IcoPod, the best podcast going today. Holler if you hear me. And we're back with bonus episode number 33 of Pod. I am Bob Collier Jr. And with me, as always, is Dallas Greeley and Austin Skinner. And it's everything you've wanted to see, plus the stuff you haven't thought of yet here on Pod, all or also known as the tagline for Uncensored in 1996, which is the show we are unfortunately watching today. Guys, how are we feeling about some Uncensored? I'm naked. Just to go with the theme of the show. Uh, that was one of the worst taglines I've ever heard ever for a wrestling pay-per-view. Well, I'm glad you said that because that is, in fact, the ta- I didn't come up with that. that I believe you. Guys, it's the holiday time. That would have hurt my feelings if I did come up with that. And like, that sucks. Well, Boston, let's be real. Holidays happened. Christmas was great. Hanukkah was good. It's already been the new year. It's probably March. It's uh, probably closer to Easter than it is uh, St. Patrick's Day. This is coming up. Okay, well, regardless, it's the holiday time. Whenever you're listening to this, there's a holiday coming, or you just had one. So, happy Christmas, happy Fourth of July, Day. yeah, July, uh, Memorial Day, Father's Day, Mother's right. Day, Juneteenth, Juneteenth. Um, I don't know. That's all I got. Yeah, IcoPod has been, what, out of regular rotation now for, I don't even know. When was our, our final, like, full main series episode? Was it July 2022? It's was going it? on six months. I can look that up. Well, because when we recorded our, our, uh, our bonus. Last, our last, of like, in the timeline, like every week, was July 25th, 2020. Oh, yeah, I'm good. Uh, and because I do remember uh, shortly after we recorded our first bonus episode, like from that, and um, it, I think we uh, it came out a little later than we expected. And then we, we've done another one since then, even that may or may not come out around the holiday time, maybe. Right, right. Who knows? And now well, we're. I could, I could maybe try to get that out. Well, Bob, we, we teased that it was a Christmas gift, so we got to try to deliver oh, it No, I had no idea. Yeah, we teased that. I teased it, at least. Um, so, I mean, if I lie, I guess it's just on me. But this uh, this is our third one since the main series has kind of stopped, which is... Uh, well, okay, you, technically, you didn't specify which Christmas, so I could drag this out for years. That's a good point. Um, I got to say, I don't know about you guys, this is uh, the three more bonus episodes than I thought was going to happen after the final episode of Echo Bot. Wait a second. Are you serious? I really wasn't sure what was going to happen. Will you just be done and not do it anymore ever again? I don't know if I believe that we were going to get on and do some of these bonus episodes, no, but here we are. it was fully my intention to get on and do these. I just Sometimes, I get- sometimes you're a fibber, man. I don't know. 
I mean, like I said, or tonight. I wasn't sure it was going to, and Bob, I had Bob over here in my ear like, dude, it's done. Okay? It's done. Like that night we got on, ever, we sh- I wish we were, were, were recording. When I, As soon as I log on and Bob goes, we're fucking done. We're fucking done. <laughs> we're done. And I was like, what's going on? I just got out of here. Yeah, our relationship's never really been right since, but we're on the right track. Oh, my and God. We're, we're getting there. Bob he actually, showed up to my uh, shower, so that was a plus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Bob, can I can I give uh, Austin a little tease about your New Year's resolution you told me the other day? Oh yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'm really proud of him. Shoot, proud of my friend Bob. Robert no, no pizza. No, he's never going to stop that. He's going to be working on his anger. He's going to manage it. I would say more of my. It's more tempered. Do yeah, you feel tempered. like you have a problem, Bob? I think I do. No, he does. What As seems a friend? to trigger it? Because I feel like I know what triggers it. Technology? <laughs> well, no, not necessarily. No, it's technology. I mean, so it, to parlay it into that, I think a big trigger for Bob is when things should be convenient, ultimately convenient, yeah, and yeah. they're just not. That's, dude, you see, that is one million percent what it is. So Bob basically gets frustrated at life is kind of what's going on. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm going to make it admitted right now, too. Oh, boy. Because when I have a plan in my head, like take, for example, putting up Christmas lights. Oh, Jesus Christ. They give you the clips. You have the right gutters. They work on the ground when you're not on an eight-foot ladder. But when you're up there, goddammit, trying to clip those fucking things and they don't clip, I want to rip my gutters down and slam them into every window of my home. Oh. Yeah, no, it, it's one. It's like this is such a basic example, and not even something that's happened, at least not recently. Uh, like, let's say I was putting my shoes on, and I were to yank the shoestring, and then it just becomes the word, the world's biggest fucking knot. I'm. I would be like. Are you fucking kidding me? All I want to do is put my fucking shoes on, which is realistically a minor inconvenience. Like, you right. just undo the knot. Right. Right. But, like, I would definitely just lose my fucking temper because yeah. I can't control that. I, like, I guess I could control it, but, like, I, I pulled it and made a knot. Well, it's just one of those things that you shouldn't have to think about. And yet, here you are. Now you have to think about it because there's a knot. Did I tell you guys this story about my rate, like my buzzer? Uh, when you couldn't find it? Yeah. Oh, I know about it. I don't know if Austin does. I don't think I do. Okay. So a few weeks ago, probably like four, four or five weeks ago on a Sunday, like a Sunday here where it was like 70, like the other cut, like the days before it was like 35, 40. And then Sunday was like, oh no, fuck you. It's going to be 70 though. And I hadn't trimmed my beard. In months, so I'm like good. Yeah, because Dallas prefers me not to drink. <laughs> I I'm sitting there in in the house, right? And I'm just like, oh man, I'm sweating my balls off. It's like fucking, it's early November, and I'm sweating my balls off. And it's not even I'm not even at the apartment. I you know we've moved out of there. Like it's not a sauna, right? And I was like, okay, well I'm gonna go get my clippers. I know I have them. I look fucking everywhere, and I could not find. Them. So I'm getting pissed because it's like, I don't know where it is at. Yeah. 
that's a major inconvenience for me. Because like yes. right then and there, I've made it in my mind, like, I'm going to trim my beard. Right. And now I can't. So I'm like, what the fuck? Right. right. So I wait for Sarah to, like, get up. And I'm like, Sarah, do you know where my clippers are? And she's like, I have no idea. And now she knows where everything's at. So if she don't know, I'm fucked. <laughs> right? So I'm like, oh, my fucking God. And, like, she, of course, takes it as if I'm mad at her, which I'm not. <laughs> that's how the that's how ladies do it, man. I get that. Well, that this just it just drives me nuts because like if I'm mad at a situation, I'm not mad. Right. At, I'm mad right. at like what is going on. Even though Bob's yeah. taking his, he's taken it out on me before. I've been the Sarah. No, the that was a no, that was a situation. Dallas. I thought we were, but I like, I get it. I it wasn't get what your she means. it wasn't your fault. I relate to her a lot. Wait, wait, continue the story. Where's the Clippers? <laughs> No, so here's the thing. I still don't know where they are at. Oh, wait. I thought you did find them. No, I had to go up to Wegmans and buy new clippers. Well, I knew that happened, but I thought you then found them after. No. Oh, okay. Um, that must have been something else. If I had to guess, they're probably in a box in the garage that I did not look through. Well, my... Go ahead. I was just going to say, I can relate to that because I'm the type where everything in my home that belongs to me has a place. So if I go and check that place and it ain't there, there's a fucking problem. Because guess what? I know I, I want to put it back, so where the fuck is it? Right. And the thing for me, too, is, like, I, I'm moving into, or I've moved into a house where I don't have, like, you know, a designated spot. Like, at the apartment, like, I knew where this was Yeah, at. right. You're kind of in limbo right now. Still, yeah, and it's been a few months. But, like, yeah. that's how it goes. Right. Um, well, listen, I, I, I get what you guys are saying. Okay, I'm not – sometimes Bob just uh, – sometimes he goes a little extreme. But I – well, Austin, you said – I like, know. But here's the thing. I fully acknowledge that. I think – Well, at least you admit it. I mean, that's good. But, like, oh, when yeah. I – I'm like Austin. Even when, like, even when I'm flipping out, I know it is an overreaction. I just have to let it out, though. Because, like, if I bottle it up, yeah, it's just going to get worse. Yeah. Like, um, something, something that is even more – of like a lot, like even less of an issue. I'll let the frustration of something I held in from whenever ago out on that too. <laughs> it's like a snowball effect. Yeah. So like I, I gotta just stop doing that. So I really I gotta, relate to the the needing to like if I don't find something like now mind you I don't think I'm as organized as Austin is necessarily but if I like get into my head like oh like I'm just gonna say a stupid example it's not necessarily accurate but like oh. I think I have, like, that wrestling card somewhere. And then I go to try to find that wrestling card, and I don't find it. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm going to open every fucking box in this house until I find that wrestling card. Like, that's how I am. Kaylee fucking hates it. But I do it, and I'm like, I know it. it's around here somewhere. And I yeah. will literally not stop until I find what I'm looking for. And then I do, and I'm like, okay, well, now that I just made a mess. Like, yeah. So See, I get like it. that, like, that example, I, I did that recently when I was uh, – you know, organizing my USWA DVDs, right? And I was looking for 95, and I couldn't find it. And I looked at Sarah, and I was like, I know I have it. Yeah, I've that, seen it. Since that's I the stuff in. I don't like. Like, I, I, have, I know I have it. But here's, I, here's the thing. I didn't lose my temper, though, because, like, oh, I, wow. just kept on, I just kept telling myself, I know I have it. It's somewhere. I'm going to find it. And yeah, eventually I did find it. It's good. But if... But, like, that's an example of, like, I knew I had it because I had seen it since I moved in here. Yeah, I hate that shit. I hate when I can't find things because, again, to stem back to Bob, 
It's that minor inconvenience of knowing you have it, but you can't have it. Yeah. He's like, you piece of shit, dude. You want to know another thing that I, I've noticed like irks me? It's like, if in my head it's like, hey, I'm going to sit down. And someone stops me from sitting down. <laughs> it's like, why? For what? Why Why are you stopping me? Or like, if I just want to walk down a hallway and someone's like, oh, hey, Bob. I'm like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? I'm just trying to walk. I have, now that I, seems I, like an issue that I can't relate with. <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have a destination in mind. And I'm being, like, blocked from getting there. I'm going to start doing everything in my power to see how I can test Bob and be like, he's going to text me and be like, hey, I'm going to take a nap. And then 10 minutes later, I'm going to be like, hey, man, I was actually just thinking about this this match from uh, 87. You know about it? And then he's going to no, be mad. Once I say I, I'm going to take a nap, I, I put my phone down, and then I don't wake up for a while. No, you know what? The one thing that you got to do, Dallas, is you just have to make sure that you get board games out for dumb people like me. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, let me defend that, but Austin was there, and I don't, I don't need to defend it because I didn't say that, okay? What I said... Oh, I didn't I didn't want to get the hard one, the complicated ones out. Austin, am I wrong? Sure, that was a slight to me, too, I think. It was a slight to anyone who isn't good at playing stra- strategic board games. Yeah. Which that group that we had that night, um, I think, I don't think any of it's them. It's more <laughs> casual. It's a more casual group of games. I have hardcore board game friends that play games that even confuse me, and we do it. And like, if I played those games with uh, Bob, for example, like he keeps saying, <laughs> Bob's, Bob's head would spin. No, but we play. I... But we so we play one of my favorite games instead, which honestly. Made it that much better for me because I haven't played that game in three years and I had a lot of fun. Well, here's the thing. Okay, with board games, I'd rather just do like a trial round than listen to directions for. Fans. And some games you can't do that, and unfortunately, sure you can. Absolutely, you can. There's well, a you lot. Can, of games. You can read the directions while doing the practice round. That way, well, I have a visual of what's going on. There's some here's games you thing. cannot do that with. Dallas is the type, though, to where is it's like okay, nobody's listening to directions. Fuck them. Let's play. And it's oh, like, but it's like, I've done it. Bob, I, you I, I took my turn. It's your turn now. And it's like, I don't know how to play it. It's like too fucking bad. <laughs> well, cause like the thing is that a lot of the ones that I try to explain are very easy. And it's like, let me do the overview and then we'll get into it because you're going to ask the questions I'm going to talk about anyway. Yeah. I partially do that at this point just to like, I know. Get Every, everyone does. And that's why it's I make fun, it's like a, it. It's like a funny joke now. Like, everyone expects me to be like, oh, here comes Dallas with a three by Right, and then I have one friend who goes, I like when you read the instructions, and I'm like, yo, fuck you. And she's like, no, I really, she's, she's like, I really do. And I'm like, you're such a bullshitter. Like, it's just like, you're bullshitting. Yeah. And literally, she just texted in a group uh, just the other day and was like, oh, I missed Dallas reading the instructions because she's had a baby and all this stuff. And it's like, shut up. You missed the instructions. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, that's a classic. Uh, well, right. well, speaking of classics, as I stated before, we're here for Uncensored 1996, which is taking place on March 24th, 1996, Tupelo, Mississippi at the Tupelo Coliseum. I think it's the same. Is it the same venue? Yeah, it is. The same venue as 95. Wow. So that's uh, interesting. Um, 
a little bit of uh, a background here. How many matches are on the main card? Three. There's seven, match, there's seven matches on the main card. There were four matches on the uh, main event, which was the pre-show. I'll go through that here right now. Mr. JL, which is Jerry Lynn underneath a mask, defeated Dean Malenko in three minutes and 20 seconds. Jim Duggan defeated Big Bubba Rogers in also three minutes and 20 seconds. I don't know how accurate that is, but. Dick Slater defeated Alex Wright in a minute 55, which I think is a monumental upset. Because Alex Wright had been undefeated or pretty doing pretty well for most of 95, and now he's losing to Dick Slater on main event. I don't know what's going on there. And then in the main event of main event, the Steiner brothers fought the Nasty Boys to a no contest in five minutes and 19 seconds. Uh, I'm going to, I guess I'm going to run down the card that we're expected to see. I'm sure we would have known anyway going into this. You'd hope so. Conan will be defending the WCW United States Heavyweight Championship against Eddie Guerrero. Lord Steven Regal will be taking on the Belfast Bruiser, which is Fit Finley. Mm-hmm. Medusa will be taking on Colonel Robert Parker. Diamond Dale Stage will be taking on the Booty Man. And now originally, uh, uh. he was scheduled to face Johnny Bad for the WCW Television Championship. But Johnny Bad had lost that title to Lex Luger on Saturday night prior to uh, this event taking place and then left the company. And as we know, I believe the next week, he appeared at WrestleMania 12. In a okay. segment with uh, Hunter or something. Wow. Uh, and of course, the Booty Man is the previous Zodiac. <sighs> yeah. So. The Blodiac. Yeah. And uh, he is with, in fact, the Booty Babe, which is Kimber. Oh, God. And I'm going to, when that match happens, I'm going to have to play his theme music for us because. Uh, Okay. It's probably one of the worst theme music you've ever heard in your life. That sounds great. I can't wait for that, then. Yeah. Uh, Loch Ness, who we saw at Super Brawl. One of the absolute worst pieces of shit i ever seen. That's a fair statement. He'll be in singles action against the Giant. Oh. There will be a Chicago street fight. Now, mind you, this is not in Chicago. It is in Tupelo, <laughs> Mississippi. So I don't know why it wouldn't be just a Mississippi, Mississippi street fight. but it's Why Chicago. not, dude? I don't know. Uh, Sting and Booker T will be taking on the Road Warriors, Hawk and Animal. Now, I believe the context behind this is that since Lex Luger is in the main event, which I'll get to oh. in a Sting was looking for a partner, Booker T... Uh, volunteered to help him, but said like if they were to win, that Harlem Heat would then get a tag team title match, something along those lines. It's definitely explained on Nitro. So uh, Booker T has other motives as to why he's in this match. He's not doing it because he wants to be friends with Sting. He wants it because he wants a shot at the titles. And then in our main event, it is the infamous Doomsday Cage match, which we'll see <laughs> Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage team up to take on the following people. No, Rick no, no. no, 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 Bob. To take on the alliance to end Hulkamania, one of the greatest right. stable names I've ever heard. That's right. Which is so fucking stupid. Yeah. Come on. The alliance to end Hulkamania. Sorry. I, just, I mean, that name is just so oh, you're, That's so. fair. I, it's not on, that stable name's not on my list here, but you're at. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, Rick Flair, Arn Anderson, Meng, The Barbarian, Lex Luger, The Taskmaster, Z Gangsta, and the ultimate solution, 
with woman Miss Elizabeth and Jimmy Hart in the corner. Oh, no. Now, the Doomsday Cage match is a three-tier cage. Dude, will, come on. It will not be at the ringside area. It's, like, in the corner. We'll see it when the show starts. Wait, yeah. what? Yeah. All right, so Dallas, I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't, I thought maybe you knew that. I don't know uh, if I knew that. <laughs> yeah, we'll see, we'll, you'll see the setup for it. It's absolutely just ludicrous and, like, wow. This is the reason, guys, that, um, well, A, we didn't watch WCW uh, episodically at this time. And B, this is one of the reasons that we've exclusively decided to cover the pay-per-views because it's a nice chunk of ridiculousness. And then we move on to the next one. We're not stuck. We're not watching weeks and hours of this shit. It's just a, a funny watch through, and then we're on to the next one. So really, we're getting the best of both worlds. Um, we're getting ridiculous WCW in a very contained portion. Right, which, then, which, I, when, which I totally, I just totally agree with that. Except that in '96 we were kind of bored with Raw. So I mean, maybe we needed this in our day. Well, '96 Raw killed Ico Pop. Let's be serious here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah. Well, here's so, the thing. When we are, like, our plan is to watch Nitro starting in '97, and I think, I think '97 onwards, for the most part, it's very much more. It's not very like cartoonish, like overboard. There are still cartoonish characters, but they're not like a plumber. Yeah, the they go from one dimension to two, and sometimes even three dimensional, which is yeah. nice. Yeah, it's a far more realistic thing, and I think. Also, like, 97 Raw is definitely more realistic, too. But... Yeah, there's a grittiness to it. And I think that just, that's just a, a, a reflection of, I think, really the time period. I mean, 97, you think of what was on the radio. You think of what was in the movies. You think of what's on TV. I mean, that's just how it was. Um, so, yeah, that's natural. And I think, really, Bob has made it very clear on this podcast before... 97 is his favorite, arguably his favorite year of professional wrestling. Yeah, I think it's uh, the strong. I think it, if you were to incorporate ECW, WCW, and WWF, I think in terms of in-ring and the um, uh, storytelling in general, I think that that's like the last peak year for ECW. Yeah. Realistically, uh, before they lose everybody or they even. 97 the is their peak year, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then like WCW is really a toss. I think like ninety seven, ninety eight, it's like pretty close. I could see how people would say ninety eight, but I think for me ninety seven just gets more value because it's not watered down with thunder. Well, and that's for every company though. By ninety eight, yeah. things are starting to really stretch. Um, yeah, and I think that's kind of why. I like 1998 for all companies um, because they're coming off arguably their hottest year in a decade, every company. Um, and not only that, the cast of characters that you have at that point, they're all established. They're all really good. Each roster is flexing its muscles of stars. Um you get a little bit of the cracks, which is nice. Like, uh, for example, NWO Wolfpack. Right. Like, oh, there's kind of a chink in the armor, but it's like, yep. 
I don't know. I kind of like that. The, Here's the thing. I, it's when, flawed. It's flawed, and I like that. This is what I like. And, you know, when we, you know, continue on with like nitrous stuff, and we'll see like the wolf pack. The wolf pack is, I think, an indication of like, I think we're fucked because we don't have any other ideas. So we're branching yeah. off of our main one, mm. and when you do that, you're killing your main one. Right. And then, like, the second one's never going to be as good as the main one, so you're... But there's a lot of little wolf packs across all three companies in 1998. And I like... I don't know. To me, I like that. To me, it's like... It's a throwback to what we have been watching for fucking Icopod for the longest time. But not an entire reliving of those dark days. You know, it's, it's it's a nice, humbling reminder of, hey... Things have been really good, but by the way, here's the finger poke of doom. It's funny you say this because I find myself when I'm watching wrestling, I prefer the back end. So I don't like watching wrestling when it's like peak, like this is amazing shit. So like WCW, for instance, my like comfort TV is Nitros and Thunders from 99 to the end. Yeah. When I bought all that USWA TVs, it was from... 86 on 86 right. is like still a good year but in terms of like business and stuff it's dip it started to dip yeah and then you know by 92 93 94 or whatever it's like they're getting 1100 fans instead of 10,000 right the coliseum or whatever so i always like seeing how companies react after their peak and like what they try to do i think that's the most interesting because like wwf 2000 every show is like oh fuck this is great but Stacked. after, right, so, like, but, like, after that, when you watch, like, 2003 Raw, <laughs> 2004 Raw, it's like, well, yeah. what are we, what are we doing now? Like, well, we, we don't have Stone Cold, we don't have Raw, like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. And that's when you get your Batistas, you get your Randy Orton's, so you see, like, the next, that next wave. I don't know, to me, desperation breeds creativity. You know, Not when you're desperate. good creativity, though. Well, but but that's the thing. I like that. I like that you right. don't know what you're going to get in a sense of, okay, either this is going to turn out to be a really cool storyline or, like, this is going to just kind of meander off and never be talked about again, which is fine with me. I like that there's that possibility and that unpredictability that kind of comes back in 1998 because, really, 97 – everybody's firing on all cylinders. I mean, there's, it's, the big three companies are cranking out good programming, good pay-per-views, good characters, good promos. Everything's working. And it's like, you can only work for so long until, like, screws start to fall a little bit loose. And do you tighten them, or do you overlook them, and then they fall out and other shit starts breaking? And 1998 is a big year for that. No, I, I definitely agree. Uh, if anything, creativity, uh, you know, des- desperation in terms of creativity probably sums up uncensored. Yeah. As, uh, briefly mentioned. Some notes here about, uh, like, Nitro. Uh, there's not really a whole lot. Um, Ric Flair defeated Randy Savage on the February 19th edition of Nitro, which I believe... Is the night after Super Brawl? Let me check that real quick. No, it's not. That's two weeks after uh, Super Brawl. Uh, the night after Super Brawl, Arn Anderson picked up a rare 
pinfall victory over Hulk Hogan. <clears throat> and in fact, the next week on February 19th, that same show where Flair defeated Savage, Arn Anderson defeated Hogan by disqualification. Now, the rumor is uh, that was being done by Hogan to show that he would do the job for people, and they picked Arn Anderson. Yeah, exactly. It was like a political thing with uh, He Flair. picked Arn Anderson. Yeah, he did. Yeah. On uh, the 26th of February, Hogan, Savage, and the Booty Man defeated Flair, Anderson, and Sullivan. The Booty Man. Uh, then... This is the 24th. Okay. Um, there was no show on March 4th. There was another six-person uh, match. Hogan, Savage, and Bootyman defeating Anderson, Sullivan, and Flair in a double-strap lumberjack match. <laughs> that was on March 11th. And then we continue on March 18th with a tag team match where the main event was Hogan and Savage defeating world champion Ric Flair and Kevin Sullivan by disqualification in a Texas tornado match. So I mention all that because coming into uncensored here, these guys in the main event have wrestled almost every single week, Ugh. either in a stipulation match or just in a regular tag match. So it's kind of been a redundant um, series of matches. Yeah. So that's kind of what's going on there. Um, all right. I don't got anything else to lead in, so how about we start doing the show? Yeah, that sounds it's, good. Uh, it's Uncensored 96. If you want to watch along with us, head over to Peacock. It's Season 2, Episode 1. Runtime is 2 hours, 45 minutes, and 6 seconds, and I have a feeling that it's going to feel like more like 7. <laughs> but you seven know what? seconds? Yeah, I'd say I knew I was waiting. I thought you would have did it. <laughs> 7 hours. Uh, it's not NFL Red Zone. 7 hours of commercial. For, no, this is uh, WCW. Yeah. Arguably, maybe some of its lowest uh, creativity-wise. I'm going to count down from three. When I say play, that is when you're going to want to hit that good old-fashioned play button and watch along with us. So here we go. Three, two, one, play. Oh, here we go. I'm skipping the intro. Well, the intro here... Doomsday will be your last day, Hogan. The way that it came up, it's, it looked like it was like a 1994 like VHS tape. Yeah. Yes. Via, like VHS player. Yeah. Where are we at on Kevin Sullivan? Do we like Kevin Sullivan or we don't like him? I don't know if I really have a strong opinion one way or another, to be honest. I like Kevin Sullivan when he's beating up jobbers. I don't know. Part of me really wants to like him and get into it. But, like, he's not good. No. Okay, so a question for you. So you mentioned Luger's in this, as we're seeing him in this highlight package. Yeah. Uh, Luger is still doing that story with Sting, I'm assuming, where he's his partner and he's kind of like the bad guy, but Sting doesn't believe it, right? Yeah, that that right. is going to continue on uh, for the better part through. of the year. Okay, so I, how I does... I think it continues on through May. So how does Sting <laughs> believe him if he's, like, on the alliance to end Hulkamania? So I think, I think part of the angle here is like Jimmy Hart has to play a role like contract wise or something. Mm. But Sting, I think, is more like he hasn't done anything to me. Okay, he's my friend. He hasn't done anything to me. Right. Okay, I get that. Um, and this like, structure it's clear that he wants like a title shot. It's a whole thing. Okay, got it. Uh, the structure looks absolutely fucking insane. 
I don't think I've ever seen one ounce of this show. Uh, yeah, I don't think either. And look, I don't they, even recognize the ring mat that they're using. It doesn't even look like the same venue as Uncensored 95. Well, don't we worry because we have st- – wait, Bobby, Tony, Dusty, they're the wrong seats. <laughs> Dust, it, Dusty's on the left and Bobby's <laughs> on the right and they have the name switched. Now, uh, I said it last time, but damn it, we can never get away from Dusty Rhodes, man. Me and Bob. We really can. Uh, so that structure is interesting because I, when you were explaining it, I thought it was just like on the floor, but there's another ring with it. And it's like essentially that's the entrance. Right. Yeah. So like the first layer is the ring with a cage. It's it's like the one you would see in 2000. Right. But it's just like all the way in the corner with another ring. But it's interesting because it's like once you build that structure, there's no like not having it up. Well, because it's all eat. The <laughs> difference between this and what we'll see in 2000 is the ones in 2000 have layer like they're smaller as you go up. Yeah. Right. This one's not. It's all the same. Right. And that's why I don't think they can hang this one from the ceiling. Yeah, there's no way. It's like it's like literally three war game cages stacked on top. Of oh my god! Look, he's coming from under like the scaffolds. That's our entrance. <laughs> this is so bizarre. And so you get to the other levels from those scaffolds. It looks like maybe. I think so. Yeah. Because it's definitely taller than the ones that we'll, the ones we'll see as well. Yeah. Okay. How long has Guerrero been here? Like six months. Um. Since what, like August maybe of '95? It was the summer for sure. Because him and Malenko came like the same time, right? And Benoit was like during uh, Nitro. Here comes Conan. Now listen, last time we just saw Conan on our last episode, I was not impressed. This, I think, there's more of a chance here because him and Eddie, uh, I think, will hopefully have a pretty good opening match here. Yeah, well, his opponent nice. was one man game. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If that was my first impression of Conan, I was not impressed, so here we go. Yeah, Eddie's first match in WCW. Well, jeez, I guess it didn't air until October. Wow. October 795, but it took place on August 30th. Wow. Oh, wow. So, yeah, he's going on six months. Something like that. Yeah. The only reason I ask is because this version of Eddie Guerrero in WCW doesn't last long. Um, he's he's like this until oh boy, I know Fall Brawl '97. He's got that different look. Yeah, but um, he gets hurt in '97 too, Mm -hmm. right after Uncensored of that year. So yeah, I mean for like a year, right? Another like this, another year he's dressed up like this. But when he changes his look, I mean that's like star. Oh yeah. Conan stretching him out here on the mat. When he gets into a power struggle with Conan. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Not a Conan guy. Even when he's like with stars in the next couple of years and like kind of figured in not a fan. Yeah. But Conan's like, he like is cool. Like that's who he is. He's just like, man, look how cool that guy is. Nah. I don't know if I've ever thought Conan was cool. Oh, come on. Some people I really don't. He's so cool. 
even when I was watching as a kid, like during '98, '99, whatever. I, I don't think I was ever like Conan's. She's so cool. Uh, my favorite Conan is uh, Three Life Crew Conan, Bob's favorite. My favorite is when he, uh, Tigress, he tried to touch us. Go ahead, feel. That's enough. Yo, Tigress, you like this shirt? Go ahead, feel. That's enough. That's enough. Oh, man, dude. Filthy? Okay, that's actually my favorite Conan. I'm, I'm, I'm retracting my statement. Filthy Animals, fuck yeah. I don't care what anyone says. Their theme song's incredible, and they were so much fun to watch in 2001. My second in 2000, favorite Conan, 2000, sorry. My, my <laughs> second favorite Conan is when he's in TNA in a wheelchair and he's threatening to like kill Kip James, mm. but he's <laughs> in a wheelchair and it's like, oh yeah, Conan, I don't know if you're gonna win this one, pal. And he's just like, I'll fucking, I'll stab you. Oh, <laughs> you okay, ruined, he's standing you up on. Your life it's like, okay. What the fuck is he doing? What is this move? Well, he's hold, he's doing a handstand on his ankles like he's a child playing with uh, his dad. And he's like, dude, look what I can do. And then he's that was silly. Now he's got a figure four locked in. Conan's going to tap. Holy shit, he's tapping. Holy shit. Holy shit. See, no. now, if I was the ref, I'm ringing the bell. Taps and taps. Then there's, like, the thing. I forgot what it's called, but it's, like, when the guy taps, like, twice, and then, like, it's, like, not really a tap. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, What's it called? I can't remember what it's I called. Know. You know what I'm talking about, though. I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's, like, they do it twice, and it doesn't count. And it's like, right. that's not a tap. Oh, there was a miscue there. They were trying for something and failed. Oh. Roll up. One, two, one, two. They're losing the crowd here. People are uh, having a hard time keeping up because they're having a hard time keeping up. You know, in wrestling, this is one of my pet peeves. I hate when they focus on mat wrestling to start off. I don't need that. Let's just get right into it. It's like two hardcore wrestlers watching a hardcore match, and they're like, "Let's do a test of strength." It's like, no, dude, <laughs> chair. Yeah, no, it's a chair so that you true. brought to the ring and smash it over his head. Like, what are we? Why are you doing it's, a hammer? It's so true. There? So I assume, Bob, what you're getting at is you want these guys to be flying out of the gate. I don't think that we need to be doing mat wrestling. Warm up spots. I would start off hot and then. Because you're exhausted, because you try, then you go into your yeah. arm work. But if you just if you just start like this, you're I feel like you're starting behind the eight ball here. Well, to me, it's Conan leading this match, correct? I would imagine so. Yeah. Uh, I just saw something pretty funny on Twitter the other day that made me think of you guys because uh, on Eichelpod, one of the biggest debates. Then I feel like nearly ended the show was the Iron Man match at WrestleMania 12. Right, that was definitely a part of the conclusion. Yeah, I mean it was definitely part. So I saw, so it was like, uh, name one match so you chose someone who's never watched wrestling before or whatever, right? And some guy, I can't remember who it was. Actually, you know what? Maybe I do remember who it was, and I can find the tweet. Actually, before I try to butcher this, let me double check because I might know who it is. Uh, well, I'll tell you right now, that would never be my first match to show somebody, because if I said, hey, let's watch this for the next hour, they'd say, hey, uh, let's go fuck yourself. Well, that's kind of what the joke is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's Iron Man matches is probably one of my, le- whether it's a half hour or an hour, because you're telling your audience nothing that happens for the first 29 and a half minutes really means anything. 
Okay, I'm never going to find it because this person tweets way too much if it is even the right person. But basically, they were like, I'd show them the Iron Man match because um, it's it's boring as shit and too long and they'll never watch wrestling again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Nice. <laughs> yeah, so basically, it was like, I, I'd show them a match so they won't watch it. It's boring as shit. I think that if, that match would probably be a lot better if it wasn't, like, known it was an hour. Oh, shit. What is this? Dude. Those are pretty freaking cool. Yep. I'm also trying to get us to spend money, but I won't do it. I did not even buy the the In Your House Degeneration Next stuff, and I really wanted it. Dude. I want to get, I wanna get the... Uh, WWF like nightlight thing that he's got there. Oh yeah, yeah, that thing's cool. I'm fucked, dude. Uh, we're back to a stalemate, guys, and we're a couple of minutes into this match. And again, I just don't feel like the crowd is really with it. A couple of people they're, are clapping. No, they're waking up a little bit though. Are they? I can hear them now. Yeah, I can hear them. I couldn't before. Right. Conan's getting them to cheer. There's a couple. There's a like five guys right there standing up, but. Yeah, they're getting them back, which is silly to do this oh. in the middle of the match the way they were doing this. But they're literally it, it, that came across like we know that these people are not into it, so let's stop right at them and and like and make them cheer for us. Yeah. <laughs> Tony's being like they were divided. They like both men. That's what's happening. They're both divided. They don't know which one to hate more. Eric can run off the top. Eddie goes for the cover. No. I don't know. To me, Harry Chest automatically says I'm a heel. I agree with that. Yeah. What Harry wrestler is a baby? Well, okay, never mind. I got one. Magnum TA. Mm. That's a different time period, though. That's hard because that's kind of what they Get the fuck out of here. George the Animal Steel. He's a heel. Is he? Yeah. He's not not always a heel, though, is he? Not always. He also got over his baby face. Yeah. Um, what about Earthquake? Natural Disasters. He's a heel. No, he's a natural disasters. He's like the... Oh, my God. With Tugboat? Like... I'm going to say that's different because he wears a singlet and covers most of it. That's fair. Yeah. All right. Well, who who was your example, then? Was what, a baby face? A baby oh, face. That was George Steele. Was your example. Yeah. No, mine was Magnum TA. Yeah. Um, Razor. Razor alone. Yeah. That's a good one. Shawn Michaels. Yeah, he's got a hairy chest. Damn it, guys. We're, we're proving ourselves wrong here. <laughs> yeah. Every time, yeah. It's... But there is some wrestlers, like, I remember when, when like, CM Punk was doing the Straight Edge Society, and yeah, he grew he his chest hair, and he shaved his, like, pecs in with his hair, and so his pecs just had the hair on it. Yeah. It's like, I'm a bad guy, so I got chest hair. I'm trying to think of anybody else though. Bastion Ma- Booger. John Moxley oh. has uh hairy chest. Bastion Booger. Well, Mox has head hair now too after he quit drinking, so I don't know if that counts. No. Um Cody Rhodes has grown out his chest hair. Is he on TV again? He's hurt. Not yet. No, he's hurt oh. right now, but he was growing it out. Oh. Conan, right. oh shit. I was going to say, now things are picking up. We almost got a over-the-top rope outside to the floor. 
Yeah, but Eddie was Eddie was thinking too fast, man. He couldn't do it. Now Conan's like, "Yo, clap for me, you bitches." Who's you know what I've been guy playing, you guys, like, lately? What was that? Guess what I've been playing on my emulation station lately. Oh boy, um, you what have is, been what playing is, Fire Pro Wrestling. Close. Oregon yeah. Trail. <laughs> uh, Legends of Wrestling Two. Holy! Oh, shit. that is a. Is that where you go to like territory? Correct. Ah, dude, I love that game. I was uh, always said. Uh, so I got that shit on GameCube still. Yeah, I uh, I'm carrying on Eric. Game, right? Going through the uh, Sids and Showdown. Sids and Showdown Legends of Wrestling. He's in the one where the roster's like incredible. And like okay, that's the and game stuff. I'm yeah. I like that talking. game just because when you would bleed, the blood would like splash everywhere, and it would leave like a puddle on the canvas, and it would like stay there. Yeah. Showdown's really good, but they only made it for like Xbox and PS2, so I can't emulate I, that. I got that one too. Um. So yeah, I'm Carrie Von Eric going through the territories, and right now I'm in a feud in Texas with the Funks, so it's like family versus family, which is kind of funny. Yeah, I like that game. It's hard as fuck and really clunky and doesn't play great, but I like it. Dallas, I got a question for you. Yeah, what's that? How much do you think, or how much would you spend, let's say, if you could get every AEW uh, TV, pay-per-view, pre-show, post-show, road to, media scrums, everything on Blu-ray from 2019 till 2021? Holy shit. That sounds like a lot of stuff I don't need, but um, this sounds like a question that you're going to then tell me, and then it's going to be a, an offline conversation. Um, how, much would you, how much would you spend? Because I found someone that has it all, and I, like, I, I kind of want to like, say I have all like, everything AEW. Just okay. to go back and watch, you know what I mean? Because there's no network and it's on Blu-ray. I don't know. Okay, this is tough. This is like really tough because New Age stuff. Like I feel less of an obligation to pay for it because I pay for it in this current case because right. it's like you know I I know some people, uh, you know that kind of stuff. So it's really hard for me to put a number on this. But you're talking what three years, four years worth of stuff. Three years, 2019 to 2021, not 2021. 2021, okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I honestly don't know. Wait, does he have a price or no? Oh, he has a price. Is it? More I'm gonna guess thousand dollars. No way. Is it more than a hundred bucks? Oh yeah. Because hmm. it's on. It's okay. It's on Blu-ray. Okay, but it's, I don't think I would. It's then original. Because... Original cover art. And he made his own cover art. Okay, oh I can do. That. I can do that. I can do that. So, six discs, eighteen discs, and twenty-four discs. Holy fucking shit, dude! That's just five hundred dollars. More than two hundred. Telling you right now, it's more than two hundred. Yeah, two, no, two hundred isn't even for for one of them. I told for, you for one year. It's two. For one year, it's two twenty. Okay, so here's my other problem: yeah. the media scrums are on YouTube. Right now, this does include. Okay, so this is like the this dark. This is what I mean. Dark Revelation. Yeah, it's all on YouTube. He's converted onto Blu-ray and it's on a disc. I don't need that shit. Dynamites, rampages, all that stuff. 
That part's the cool part. Right. How much is it? If I did my math right, it'd be about $445. Oh, that's not bad. That's not too bad, but I just don't think I could do it. Because look at, okay, it'd be cool to do it, especially right now where there's, you can't really watch the old, that old stuff right now. But eventually it's gonna happen. And then I'm gonna, then I'd feel like an idiot. Yeah, but you're also talking to me. Oh boy. <laughs> well, well, Bob, Bob I considers that more. Like I think if anything, it would be really cool to have the first year on Blu-ray. Everything from the first year, all the programming as a set, that would be cool. Well, the first the first year is actually pretty short because they had like three or four like big shows, and then they did like Dynamite started in what September or was it October? Dynamite was October. October. So they did, so they did Double or Nothing, Fight for the Fallen, Fighter Fest, and then All Out. So they had four shows, then it starts Dynamite, they had full gear, and then they finished the year. So it's a little bit shorter. It's a little oh. more condensed. Uh, we're still getting false finishes, by the way, here on, on pay-per-view. Not a whole lot's happened. It's still been pretty 50-50. Uh... I don't know if we're just going to get a catch finish here or what's going to happen, but. Um, I wanted to, uh, we were talking about Legends Wrestling too, and I wanted to find the roster because it just sounded like something fun to talk about. Dude. And I found found it. It's really good, but Showdown is definitely the best roster, I think, of any wrestling game ever. Well, here's the Legends Wrestling 2 roster. You ready? We've got Abdullah the Butcher, Andre the Giant, Andy Kaufman, Bam Bam Bigelow, Baron Von Raschke, Big John Studd, Bob Backlund, Bobby the Brain Heenan, Brent Hitman Hart, Brian Pillman, British Bulldog, Bruno San Martino, Captain Lou Albano, Cowboy Bob Orton, David Von Erich, Don Morocco, Dory Funk Jr., Dr. Death, Steve Williams, Dynamite Kid, Eddie Guerrero, Fritz Von Erich, Georgie Animal Steel, The Grand Wizard, Greg the Hammer Valentine, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Harley Race, Hot Stuff, Eddie Gilbert, Hulk Hogan, Iron Sheik, Ivan Koloff, Ivan Putzky, Jerry the King Lawler, Jimmy Hart, Jimmy Superfly, Snooka, Kerry Von Erich, Kevin Von Erich, Killer Kowalski, Kim Kong Bundy, Coco Beware, Michael Von Erich, Mil Mascaris, Mr. Fuji, Mr. USA, Tony Atlas, Mr. Wonderful, Paul Orndorff, The Nasty Boys, Nikolai Volkov, One Man Gang, Owen Hart, The Road Warriors, Rick Martell, Rick Steiner, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, The Rock and Roll Express, Rocky Johnson, Roddy Piper, Sabu, Scott Steiner, The Sheik, Sid Vicious, Superstar Billy Graham, Ted DiBiase, Terry Funk, and Tito Santana. This is for which the showdown one? No, this is Legend Wrestling Two. Oh, so Sid is on that one. That's what I, I I thought he was. Yeah. So that so that's the game that you're playing then. Correct. It's great. Are all of those guys unlocked, or do you have to unlock them as you play? I would say ninety percent of them are. I definitely, I remember that, because you would start off, like, in the East Coast, and then you'd have to... Yeah. Okay, so some big names that are new in Showdown are Kurt Hennig, DDP, the American Dream Dusty Rhodes, Jake the Snake, Nikita Koloff, Randy Savage, Rick Rude, Sting, and Warrior, Ultimate Warrior. Um, And then there's those other people, like, um, I don't know if I said Rock and Roll Express before, but I see them right here. No, I think they were new for that game. They might oh, have been in some... Did you say Robert give... Yeah. He, he said well, Robert was for the first game. Oh, I did? Okay. I couldn't yeah, remember. Yeah. But I just noticed their name right here separately, so... 
Yeah. So those are like the new ones in this one. Going for a superplex here by Eddie. And he hits it. I'm really tempted to spend $445 on Wow. Bob is uh, getting itchy here tonight, guys. I'm losing it. I probably shouldn't do it, but... If it was half the price and without all the bullshit dark stuff, then... Well, that's kind of why I want it. Like, that's why I kind of want it. Bob, I don't think... Realistically, think of it this way. You just got rid of how much physical... Yeah, wait a second. Don't screw yourself and spend all this money on physical footage when in, who knows, two years they fucking put out a thing... Or Bob just thing is that I like I like physical copies. Oh, oh, Austin, do you hear this? Yeah, but right now, Bob, you don't have the room for it. I have I have room on my uh, fucking uh, bookcase. Yeah, bookshelf. Right, I'm just playing devil's advocate here, dude. Do whatever you fuck you want, okay? Conan just won. He's pinned Eddie Guerrero. It was a low blow, but was it by accident? Uh, pretty disappointed in that match, guys. I don't know I don't about know you, but, uh... Yeah. I, I feel like it also went way longer than I expected. Too long. Too long. Well, we are... That fin- that match ended about 23 minutes into the show. So wow. It probably... Well, I probably could get the time here. Let's see. That went... 18 minutes and 27 seconds. Wow. Oh, Conan tried to raise Eddie's hand, but he pushed him away. When realistically, it probably should have went about 10 minutes and 27 seconds. Cut out all the mat wrestling. Yeah. There you go. Oh, Eddie just hit him. Wait. He got pinned after he did a like a leapfrog. Yeah, it was a low blow, dude. Okay. Going to Mean Gene Oakland here. We have to just commercial break. Hey Tony, I'm back here backstage, and coming into the room is. Don't soil yourself, Colonel. I'm going to talk to you in just a minute. You can chat with the superstars if you guys want to talk to them online. Look at here we go. The giant sitting at a giant. computer. Way to kill go serve. This guy is on H&R a H&R block company. Typing to fans? You got to be absolutely shitting me, dude. Members type go convention for live electronic thought, chat with WCW wrestlers. I thought that guy lived like in a cave. He's the giant, dude. And now he's typing on a computer? Yeah, he's the giant. Alright, who's coming in? Dick no, Slater. Dick and Slater. Carter. I remember Dick Slater won on the pre show. He defeated Andre. He's dirty, Dick Slater, dude. A man versus woman match. That's right. It's happening tonight. How do you guys feel about intergender? Did we talk about this before? How do we feel I about it? I don't know. I, I think it's. 
I like it. Yeah, but is it good? I think it can definitely be good. Yeah, but like, do you have a favorite a favorite intergender match? Um, I can think of some I enjoyed at the time, like when Tessa Blanchard was the Impact Champion. I was enjoying that. That was good. I that was like that was, that was like some really good stuff. Really, um, Bob has some. Bob has some new favorites. I was that's what that was my transition here. I. I am normally not really big on intergender wrestling, but I recently did a article for Wrestling Recaps where I highlighted a independent feud in that chaotic wrestling between JT Dunn and uh, Davion. Davion. To and, me, uh, I think inter- really I think intergender matches are on the same scale as like midget matches. I don't mm. think that's the case at all. Like I you're totally put, you're put that. you're putting this on because it's like taboo and like oh it's a I think we're past that though. I think we're past it being a taboo thing. I don't know. I think that's why people book them. It's like oh what's going to happen? It's not cuz it's like a contest. It's like I think a, it can be I think it can be though. I don't know. I think you I could see that mindset with like the more mainstream promotion. Yeah, you, you got to find like a good indie company that knows like whether like for instance the Davian and JT Dunn thing. Like I, going into it, I had no idea who Davian was, and the only reason why I checked it out was because on YouTube I saw them. I saw like a few matches. Like the video length was like over twenty minutes, and I was like, hmm, so this must be pretty competitive or whatever. And then I reached out to. Um, a guy on Twitter, and you know he's a chaotic fan or whatever, and he's like, you know, yeah, Davian's really, really good. And I was like, okay. So then I checked it out, and the first match was like, okay, that was surprisingly really good. And then I proceeded to watch three more to finish out the whole feud thing. And I was like, the storytelling and this, the action was like really fucking good. I was, I was honestly surprised. How good it was. I don't know. I guess to me, in my very limited view of that kind of stuff, if anybody had a shot, it was China. And even the China stuff was like, eh. And like, if China can't get over intergender matches, I don't know if any woman could. Like, if you're telling me right now. Tessa can. Jordan Grace can. Like, if you're telling me right now, like, a Charlotte is going to fucking wrestle a dude. Charlotte could do it. I guarantee it. Yeah, but. Good intergenerational. Is is that putting butts in seats, though? Or is that just, like, a gimmick? Depends how they do it. I don't know. I don't think there's a lot of long-term money in intergender matches, to be honest. Nothing against women. I think women can definitely sell out a show. I just don't think there's a huge market for intergender matches. I don't know. Uh, we got Belfast Bruiser in uh, Regal. They're starting off. He's manhandling this fucking guy. Yeah, this is a match I've seen on Twitter a lot where they'll do, uh, like, you know, a little 
highlight video or whatever, and it's a very stiff match. So I am pretty interested in this match. Well, it's kind of uh, Bruiser's thing here, isn't it? He's just a fucking stiff as fuck. Yeah, and what? But what's cr- kind of interesting for like the context here is like Regal. Really, when he came in, like he, you kind of envision as being kind of soft, just the way that he acts and. Yeah. He usually tries to avoid conflict. You know, you know, like he'll hit you with an uppercut, but then he'll also like back off. This is a feud here with with Belfast that he like brings it, and he's like, I'm not gonna just back off. Like I, I know I gotta fight you, and I kind of, it kind of shows Regal in a different light that I actually think is really good. Well, I think both guys have something to prove here. Sure. Both guys want to be seen as the better either brawler or technician or just the better wrestler. Yeah, I, I agree. Regal kind of a unique a unique chin lock here. He's got his arm like up underneath his, his arm, like holding it. Now he's raking his eyes with his forearm. Ah, but he got kneed in the face, so now it doesn't matter. Headbutt to the that, gut. Uh, in April, these guys have the, a parking lot brawl on Nitro. Mm, that's fun. I'm pretty sure. Unless, do they already have it? Chin first to the safety rail. I think that's on the April 29th Nitro. They have a uh, a parking lot brawl. I don't know. I need to... It's totally off topic, but I need to start getting back into New Japan or something. I gotta watch some current stuff. I just... I can't just not watch anything. Yeah, I think you should. I have a, I have a friend at work trying to get me to watch more New Japan, but I just, like, don't have time. See, I would watch New Japan, but I know the shows are like four and a half hours long. They aren't all that, I don't think. Well, well and I think a lot like of it. people, a lot of people fell off because a lot of the American guys work for AEW now. That's exactly and what happened to me. Know, well, and that almost makes me want to watch it more because that means their their homegrown talent are, is getting more time. Oh, I sorry. Like I'd like that. There's a lot of UK guys. And stuff. There's still plenty of uh, uh, foreign wrestlers there, but the only the only thing I could like if I were to try, right? If I were to try to just watch, not even review it. I don't think I could review it. There's no way. But I think once it got to like, the G1, where it's like a show every day, <laughs> and it's like six hours long every day, there's just no fucking way. I just wait for my friend to be like, "Yo, that match on that show was like wicked good," and I'm like, oh, "Okay, cool." You don't still have New Japan World, do you? No, dude. I haven't had that in years. I know. Me neither. I remember signing up for New Japan World. And we had to use the Google Translate to figure out how to do it. You literally, it was nearly impossible for somebody in America to use. And fucking, we went out of our way to use that shit. And we figured it out, and we got it up. I know. These guys are just fucking hitting each other as like hard as, as hard as they can. Conan, by the way, has joined the Spanish commentary. 
with Moody Jack and Armando Quintero. I love oh. how he's been doing that for ever. <laughs> he always goes to the Spanish nuns. That was a TNA joke, by the way. In case I know it case. was. Okay. I know it was. Making sure people know that those two people are not at the Spanish nuns table. <laughs> <laughs> What what look for uh, Finley do you prefer? This one or when he like dyes his hair blonde? I don't like this look at all, to be honest with you. I think this looks awful. I he like that like the top is gray and then the back is black. That's what I was gonna mention. I hate how it's like two tone. Yeah. It's like one of the worst mullets ever. The worst kind of mullets are what he's got right now, where it's like truly shaved down and then it's just pfft, long. I, he looks like the type of guy that would be drunk in a bar just looking for a fight. Which fits. I mean, the look fits what he's doing, but yeah. but no. I like uh, the other Finley, which is also probably because that's kind of the Finley I, I knew. I never watched like this. My name is Finley, and I love to fight. <laughs> one, of my, one of my least favorite wrestling memories involves Finley. It was, uh, I went to a house show, and he oh, was boy. wrestling Kane. <laughs> And I'm not even kidding you. They did nothing for about 16 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I he do just think it constantly of, ran into the crowd, and then Kane would run into the crowd, and I was like, "Oh my!" God. Isn't it kind of fascinating that Finley was like heavily featured in like 2006? I think it's like kind of nuts. It's fucking insane. Because I'm pretty sure he was just a producer for like the women, and then. I don't really like Finley. I'm gonna be honest with you. I I tend to I enjoy him. He's all right. It was just weird. To, I remember like the vignettes and I'm Finley. I'm out the. I'm like, what the fuck? This guy hasn't been on TV in seven years, and now he's coming down to SmackDown. What are we doing? And I think he won the U.S. title. Of course he did. I was like, what the hell? You know who's got to hang up the goddamn boots? <laughs> Who? Chris. Fucking Mr. Crab's body without the shell, Jericho. <laughs> wow. Mr. Crab's body without the shell. That dude's gotta hang it the fuck up, dude. Come on. Okay, so hear me out. I don't dis- I don't disagree with you necessarily, but he every time I think like, okay, I'm sick of this, he has a pretty good match, and I'm like, damn it, he did it again. No, dude, he's done. Put a fork. No, he can still do it. He can still do it. I I have a question. Now I didn't watch Final Battle, but I know what has happened. I watched most of it. Um, he so Jericho submitted to the swing. Yes. Has anyone ever submitted to the swing before? Nope. That's really weird. Yeah, it was like I now. I of course I I watched this after the fact. I didn't watch it live. Um. But if that if I watched it live, that's the same kind of thing where I and I'm just giving this as the example because when it happened, it was the same thing. We were all hanging out watching WrestleMania 30, and all of a sudden, the Undertaker got pinned, and it's like, wait, what happened? It's like the same thing. Like he taps out, and I would have been like, wait, what? Because you don't think that's going to be a finish, and then it's a finish, you know? Yeah, I yeah, mean, but I, isn't ROH just AEW guys? Um, tech. I mean, yes, but. Um, there is, like, ROH signed talent, so it's like, going to be a thing. Oh. It was basically I, an AEW show. It's it's basically a Ring, Ring of Honor is, like, the developmental 
Think of it like an NXT. It's the same thing. Yes. Yeah. That, oh. I think that's kind of the idea. It's NXT, it's, and like sometimes the Raw guys go on uh, NXT 2.0. Well, sometimes AW is going to go to ROH. Same see, thing. if they actually kept it as a legit, quote-unquote, separate thing, that would be kind of cool. I think it's going to be eventually, but right now it's not because they don't have like their own thing. No, well, I think they kind of shot themselves in the foot too when they kept on having them on Dynamite. People didn't want that. Oh, well, Tony did like the holy yeah. elbow off the apron. Man. These guys are having a substantially better match than Eddie Guerrero and Conan did, by the way. Yeah. We just got a suplex from into the ring out to the floor over the top rope. And then he dropped that cactus elbow on him. Dude, that mullet is so freaking bad. A serious confrontation. I know Regal kind of these days gets a lot of the credit he deserves, but I still feel like he's pretty underrated. I know that... uh... At one point, there's a promo by Regal. Now, mind you, of course, he's still a heel for when the promo takes place. But it's, like, shortly after um, Hogan, like, turns. And Regal cuts a pretty good promo. He's like, I want Hogan. And I was thinking, I was like, why didn't why didn't Regal get a shot? He has a good showing at one of the World War Threes. I think it's 96. Well, and if you look at his whole career... Maybe in WWF, his his in-ring stuff kind of lacked. But his fucking out-of-the-ring entertainment shit is some of the best. I'm convinced that, I think it's 2008, when he's like, when he becomes a king, like king of the ring. Yeah. And he's feuding, he feuds with Punk, but it seems like forever. But I'm convinced that he was going to get a title run there. And then he had, I think he relapsed. Yeah. And he got suspended or whatever. And they, they didn't do anything with him after that because they couldn't really trust him. But right. I think that he was on the verge. Because I think he was like the GM or commissioner or whatever, too. So like he like threatened to like black out the show. I remember that. <laughs> he was like on a throne or something. He's like, I'll turn off the show. I have that power. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Did I turn off the lights or something? I'm pretty sure that's in 2008. They're tied up in the ropes here. I really liked him with uh, Eugene. That's what I mean. Even silly shit like that. The Chris Jericho pissing in the tea kettle thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Tajiri shit. There's a lot of good shit with Regal. And then his stuff with uh, Ambrose. Yeah. Florida. Yeah. I have that on a bootleg DVD that I made myself. Hmm. I might even have it sitting right here somewhere. (laughs) What should I do? Hang on. Uh, gentlemen, this is 
Dean Ambrose in FCW Volume 1 through 4. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, there's even some little screenshots on the back for you. Wow. Dude, you went all out. Oh, yeah. You could sell that for $400. A little, a little spine art Ambrose in FCW. You made, you made that? Yeah. That's hilarious. This is all Microsoft Paint, by the way. Oh, my God. And it's literally, dude, it's like these kind of discs. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ambrose FCW1, Ambrose FCW2. How many matches are on there? I don't know. You don't, do you have a match listing? No. Here, I'll read you the back cover while we continue this match here. After WWE discovered John Moxley's work on the independent circuit, they pursued and signed him to a contract. Thus, Dean Ambrose was born. This four-volume set covers the career of Dean Ambrose as he involved in WWE developmental company Florida Championship Wrestling before being called up to the main roster. This great set is full of matches against the likes of Seth Rollins, Husky Harris, Damian Sandow, etc. Uh, Angles, especially his deals with William Regal and promos, captivating audiences every time he grabs a microphone. See where it all started for this guaranteed future WWE megastar. And that's what you, that's what you get with the Dean Ambrose and FCW volume one through four. I like how you, I like how you like wrote that because like then like years later you go to read it and you're like, oh, okay. Like you're trying to talk yourself into watching it. Like, it's probably good shit. It probably is. I definitely bought it from somebody and, like, just made the box art. There's no way I ripped out, like, and fall, like found that shit on YouTube. Right. Yeah, that's a good one. 400 bucks, dude. Custom cover art. <laughs> Microsoft Paint exclusive. That's right. <laughs> you could probably get a sucker to buy that. And by sucker, I mean me. Yeah, Bob. And then I'll put it in a dumpster in a few years. Listen, okay. The maj- I'm I, like you- phys- I like physical media. I do. <laughs> and put it right here in this dumpster. I do. Instead of telling my friends if they want it, they can have it. No, here's the thing. Okay. You have to understand something. A lot of that stuff. I have it on an external hard drive. I'm just saying what I wanted, I'll never get now. I'll never get the weekly TNA pay-per-views. I also have two bootleg Owen Hart DVDs that I made. One's like, I think, a match comp, and then the other one's that, um, I think it's Wrestling with Shadows. like that. Oh, like the bonus disc thing, yeah. Yeah. And then also another reason why I would want it is because it'd be like in a case. It'd be pretty. It's pretty professional. It's on Blu-ray. You're talking now. Just buy, buy it. it. You buy it. Fucker. You know why I want you to buy it? So I can borrow it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> as soon know, as it comes in. If you want to know the truth, I want to borrow it. So yeah, I actually do want you to buy this because I'm no, not well, paying them. No, of course you're not. You know what's you know what's sucky is I I'll buy it and then he'll be like I got all of 2022 now because the year's over. By the way, that's 250 more dollars. I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, 
Uh, Regal's busted open, so we're zoomed all the way the fuck out. What this surprises me because we're on pay per view. This is not silly, not television. So I'm surprised that they're zooming out on it, dude. It's inappropriate. Oh, he sent. Okay, the cage. I can't believe they're even letting them do that because they wouldn't want to be like, oh, that's Hogan's cage. Like, don't touch it. Yeah, you're taking some heat off of it. Yeah, he's he's bleeding pretty good. Yeah, dude, he got. I bet you his nose is broke. It's gotta be. Or something, you know, like that. I think it's his nose. Oh, what the Blue that? Bloods? I thought that was Wall Street for a second. Who is this? That's Dave Taylor and uh, oh. Earl Robert Eden. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, we, also, who the fuck is Jeeves? Uh, Jeeves is Bill Dundee. Why are they, why are they letting him, them do this? Well, the bell's ringing, so it's not happening. I feel like they had. They, I feel like they changed the finish or something. Like they're just gonna beat him up and get out of there. Why is I? I didn't see Jeeves. He came out with uh, Regal. He did? Yeah, he was dressed like Regal though. He wasn't in like the little butler. Oh outfit. wait, maybe that's why I didn't. Because I, you know what? Now that you say that, I think I did know that because I asked you before. Yeah, I didn't realize it was that Jeeves was built on D until like. An embarrassing long time after that. That's really funny. Well, because you never Bruiser. think it was him either. Bruiser says, fuck this, and he stepped, He kept fighting. He was hitting Taylor pretty hard, though. Yeah, because he wanted to try to run to get Regal, but well, we ended that one in a disqualification on people. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. I enjoyed that match. That was a good hard-hitting match. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think that was bad. There's no denying Home for security or anything. And the more I see of this fucking bullshit-ass cage thing, the more I want to see it happen. Well, don't worry, because in about two hours, you will. Two fucking hours. Well, two hours, the show's over. You know what I mean. 80 minutes. You know me, Jane. My name's Jimmy Hart, and I'm loud, and I'm, I'm really stupid, and I got green sunglasses on, and the giant... He's looking pretty thin and in shape right here, and we're going to fight fucking Loch Ness, and you're going to be fucking falling asleep, maybe. <laughs> Beers and cans of beer on the beach. <laughs> what is it? Beans and taters? Be- beans and taters. Beans and taters. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. What does oh. he have in his little grill in Florida? Isn't that what it is? I <laughs> hate computers so much, Mean Gene. I was in that chat room and they were yelling at me and making fun of me. It's not my fault that I have sausage fingers and I can't type right on the keyboard. And then I add extra S's to almost every single word. Okay, but Hogan, why don't you go in the chat room? How come you don't have to do the computer stuff? This is bullshit. I know tonight I'm going to lose to you. There's seven other people. I'm not even in the main event. I, they're probably going to put me in the main event, and then I'm going to lose to you again. And then I'm going to have to go back in the chat room, and they're going to fucking make fun of me again. I'm out of here, Gene. Uh, why does the giant look like one of those twin brothers that went to CNS? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, dude? I, yeah, I think I do. I think I do. Um, I'm pretty sure they just said that the winner of Lock Ness versus the Giant gets to fight Ric Flair for the title, so I wonder who's going to win. Lock um, fucking Lock Ness. Ness dude. Lock Ness. I like Dusty uh, Rhodes' pussy showing through his pants. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Take a look at that, boys. Well, you got that going on. Uh, Tony shoved some socks in his pants, too, I think. Oh, yeah. You're, just you know, rumor it. has it, um, because of Dusty's pants being that tight, that's how Cody got a lisp. The fucking denim cut his tongue as a child in the sack. Yeah. That's why he's always emotional. That's why Dusty talks like talks like that. Yeah. That's why he's always emotional. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one thing I miss about Cody in AEW is that every feud he just we have to shake his head and try not to cry. It's like, dude, you're fucking Anthony or Gogo. Like, give me a fucking. My, my favorite Cody thing. <laughs> my favorite Cody thing is when people say that he ended racism because <laughs> of his he promo. Did. He did. Dude. Fucking whatever. My did. my favorite segment was the uh, the weight when they were getting weighed with yeah. uh, Big Show. <laughs> Big Show's like, I fucked up. <laughs> I didn't do it right. And they were like, okay, uh, two two forty. Yeah. Big Show was two forty. No, they were no. They were, he was the one doing the scale, and he oh. he couldn't get the weight to like match up. Oh, that can mean woo, Gene. Who is he with? Oh, just the hotline phone number no longer active. So don't worry, you don't have to pay dollar forty nine a minute. Put some coin in my pocket and call today. I'm sure right now he's plugging. Someone has died in the WWF. You're going to have to call the hotline. Someone has died in the WWF. <laughs> that's, what he does. that's what he does. He's like, you wouldn't believe what former world champion died. <laughs> Tune into the hotline. And then you like call the hotline. It's like, it's Bobo Brazil. He was 84. It's like a... <laughs> <laughs> like, give me a break. It's Bobo Brazil. <laughs> you think it's like Steve Austin. Yeah, you think. <laughs> The super popular champion has passed away. You're like, oh my god, who is it? It's Bobo Brazil. Oh my god, I thought it was like fucking Shawn Michaels. (laughs) That's really funny. Loch Ness. Let me tell you something. He almost bit the microphone. My weasel face hot. Across the ocean. Isn't he fucking English? Yeah, um, Gene goes, a weasel face hurt. He goes, yes, that's how I describe him. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, this is fucking giant haystacks or something, right? Yeah, didn't you confirm that last time? Yes, it is. Uh, And Austin thought we were talking about a different haystack. Yeah, haystacks Calhoun. Yeah, I knew it was, I got my haystacks mixed up, but um, this is giant haystacks. Too bad I don't give a flying rat's ass. Can I give you guys a little bit of a spoiler? Go ahead. Okay, this is a spoiler for this show, so I'm, I'm going to just apologize in advance. Actually, I'll just wait. Oh. I'm excited about it, but I can wait. Okay. He's a dentist. Isaac Yankum. Call the hotline. Wouldn't it be funny if Loch Ness was like, I thought this was the company with the dentist. There's no dental here? I'm out. I'm, I, gotta, I gotta get out of here. Man burst woman. <sighs> what a stipulation. Here we go. But, uh, Austin uh, apparently loves intergender wrestling, as we're about to find out. So, Fuck. Austin, I suggest you watch uh, 
JT Dunn matches. I actually want to watch. Them. You've always been a JT Dunn guy, though. I I do like JT Dunn. Yeah, I was I was familiar with him, but I was not familiar with her. Obviously, are those easily accessible on the YouTube? Yeah, if you just type in uh, just type in go to the article and click the matches. I I have them. Oh, you did link them. I I saw that posted this morning, and I was still in bed sleeping. I was like, I'll read this later. And then, uh, so I gave you a click, but I didn't read it yet. <laughs> I gave you a click, but I didn't read it. Thanks, man. I'm going to go to the uh, Liverpool library and just open it up on every single computer and click it and <laughs> close it just to drive up. <laughs> I was like, I got 10 more views today, guys. Yeah, the Liverpool yeah. library. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break into Liverpool High School and just go to their computer lab and do it, too. Set it as all the default pages, so it's yeah, definitely... that's the home page instead of like MSN yeah. recaps dot com. Like what? Right. I don't. I don't like Happy Medusa. I want her to be mean. Uh, how is Colonel Robert Parker fighting in a three piece suit? Is he? Well, because he's got to cover his hog. Everybody knows that. He can't yeah, wear shorts. Hog. He'll be down to his fucking kneecap. Who is it's Rob? It's Rob Fuller. That's who this guy is. Rob, yeah, Robert Fuller. Yeah. yeah. Which is, you know, it's funny because you know, back in ninety five, ninety six, ninety seven, as a kid, like I, I didn't know that he was a wrestler. I thought he was no. just an annoying manager. Well, yeah. that's how it always goes, isn't it? Uh, seemingly, yeah. And then um, you know, as I got older, it's like, oh, this guy actually like bled a lot and fought and fucking continental and. Memphis and whatever else. Uh, Medusa had had a match prior to this, a whole you know two months before, uh, and she lost a sister Sherry on Nitro. So she's yeah. she, she's probably got some ring rust going on now. Hence why right. she's in there with Colonel Robert Parker, right? Medusa, um, and they're freaking out that she he just locked up with her. By the way, Medusa is one of the examples of uh, you you sign somebody just to sign them. Correct. So, that's to correct. try to weaken your your competition. She she really does nothing. For she like just doesn't ever. fit. There's no there's nobody for her to even work. There's for. no difference. She wanted to wrestle more, and she goes to a promotion that had really to Sherry Martel. And she probably wrestles less. Oh, absolutely. She absolutely does. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. It's just interesting that how at this time, like, you have people like Medusa, and, like, it's like, wait, who is she wrestling? She doesn't wrestle on no one. They have to bring people from Japan because there's that little of, of women wrestlers for these people to work with. And if they didn't, it would be, like, Luna Vachon again. Right. Like once a year, and every year, Tony Schiavone would be like, what? Luna? What is she doing here? And it's like, Tony, she's on the payroll. Like, what are you talking about? Airplane spin. Oh, oh, oh. And oh, she a, rolls him up. That's a move that Jericho would submit to, probably. Maybe. He did do 30 rotations or so. So, I mean, he's probably feeling sick. Scoop slam. I, is Fuller not going to get any offense on her? It's probably for the better. You would have thought that that was Hulk Hogan slamming Andre the Giant by her reaction. <laughs> the immobile well, force. Yeah. He smokes. 
You know, considering how much that Parker sweats, I mean, did anybody ever look at his blood pressure? <laughs> That's a good question. Colonel Robert Parker. And he would be cutting a promo, and he'd be sweating his balls off next to Mean Gene. And no one thought. Wouldn't you be, dude? You would be too. Okay. Not next to Mean Gene. Maybe next yeah. to like. No, you would. Yeah, you know, maybe next to like Pamela Paulshock or uh, Letitia Klein. You'd have Bob? to do the promo from the shitter. Bob is a sweaty boy. Actually, I've gotten better with that now that I don't live in a sauna. I don't wake up and pull my own sweat. I don't want to be that guy, but I never thought your apartment was that hot. Are you kidding? Dallas really? lives in a terrarium, though, so you can't really take that. From Dallas, me. when you came over, either my windows were open or the air was on. Yeah, but the problem is, like, you wouldn't let sunlight in. Dallas likes his yeah, his it's space so hot. at eighty-one degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> what the? Fuck? So specific. What, what, there was something, oh, oh God, oh, that was, that was fucking a weird terrible. There was something at the apartment that I had, I can't remember, it, it was, it was a food item, Sarah would probably know if I asked her, but in the apartment, it was so hot that it melted, it was like melted, and I never realized it, and oh, I no. had that same item here, and it wasn't melted. And I looked at Sarah, and I was like, what the fuck is this? And she goes, it's because it's not 90 degrees in here. <laughs> and I was like, are you shitting me this whole time? Oh, wow, guys. The match yeah, is over. Was like, he won? He won. That was unfair, they're saying, though. I'd want a refund if I paid for that. That match or the food item? Both. <laughs> I can't remember what. Is something really? Can you text her so I can find out? What's I need to know. To I'll, these just, days? I'll just go downstairs and ask her real quick. Oh man, he's gonna leave us alone. I'll see you, you guys. In, I'll see you guys in about an hour and a half. And oh boy. Oh boy. What is the time check here? Where the fuck are we? Okay, we got. I'm at fifty nine forty five forty six forty seven. 48. We are barely an hour into the show, which feels fucking amazing oh right now. God. Guys, I'm running out of shit to talk about. Are you for real, dude? Have we been on pause or something? Yeah, so what I'm hoping is that maybe there'll be another hour, but then the rest is just, like, black screen, and it's done, oh, and it's actually just, like, a joke. God. What the fuck, man? It's because it started off slow. If we would... Oh, God. Here we go. Who the fuck is this guy? Don. Where Bob, where are you? I need to know who this guy is. It's Don, isn't it? Don who? I guarantee you things are starting to heat up. Oh, the Road Warriors. Look at how wow. dark his mustache is. He died the fuck out of that. I don't know. Well, yeah, he probably did. Look at everybody's butt. Look at Hawk's elbow. Why does it look like that? Why is Animal's forearm so short? <laughs> He's got the Jushin Liger arms. Yeah, he does. 
His his forearm guards are too big for his forearm. It's like hitting where his elbow meets his bicep. Booker T and Sting in 96 is a very odd team to me. Yes. I still, like, am not quite over the fact that that's the team that we're about to see together. I'm never putting over the Road Warriors. I'm sorry. I'm just not. They're one of your favorite teams, I thought. No, I'm not putting them over. The fucking shoulder pad shit is so stupid. I think it looks kind of cool. Anything goes, nobody cares, especially us. Harlem Heat wants a shot at the WCW. I like it when people say it like that. Look at their little drawing of the ring with the cages on the I back. I do, of- I know, and it says Hogan and Savage. Is <laughs> like the triangles. Yeah. Look at the fucking scaffolding. I can't wait for that match, to be honest with you. I really can't. <laughs> okay, I kind of can't either, because I've never seen it. and it looks like No, I be... for sure have not. It's going to be a mess. Yeah. Ooh, DDP is going to get a shot to get Kimberly back, they're saying. She doesn't want to be with him. Wait, so is the booty man a heel in this case? or? I think so. Yeah, because he's just coming off his run as Zodiac. Yeah, but I feel like they, they're they good at ignoring that shit when they switch characters. A character change, yeah. That's the only thing. And, well, DDP was a heel because he yeah. won the lottery or whatever. Bobby... Bobby and fucking Dusty look like brothers. Yeah, they do, dude. Oh, the month of May means only one thing. Oh, that's Lambery. Oh, boy. The past, present, and future. Oh, that's right. Lambery is like their Hall of Fame fucking show. Yeah. And I remember I looked up the card for – I'm pretty sure I looked at the card for this next show, and it's, like, brutal. Brutal. Slamboree is always garbage. Oh, yeah, because it's fucking Battle Bowl. Lethal Lottery. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm not ready for that. I May think we, we skipped Slamboree or something last year, I think. No, we Bob didn't. refused to watch it. No, we watched it. I we quit did? wrestling match. Oh, God. Is this the tag team match? No, this is Diamond Dell's page against oh. the Booty Man. And so DDP will get his money and the Diamond, or the Booty Girl, or whatever, Booty Babe, back. Oh, my God, look at him. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Is that fucking James Smithy? <laughs> James Smithy, I was just gonna say. Wait, he's not tan. He's not even tan. He looks like he's even like kinda getting out of shape a little bit. His hair is crazy. The Jake the Snake tights don't even fit. Dude. 
Oh my god. This is like if you saw an indie guy trying to cosplay his DDP, this is what he'd look like. Yeah, it is. <laughs> this is ridiculous. He looks fucking terrible. Wow. Oh. Oh shit, here comes Booty Man. Oh. Okay, look at him dancing. Where are the tights? Why are the thighs and ass cheeks only cut out? Well, that's how it was when he was uh, the barber. I guess. I don't get this. Like, what? Well, I, I couldn't think of the food. Oh. Wait, you didn't ask? I did ask, but she didn't know. Wow, oh. cool. Thanks, Sarah, for your help. Yeah. Uh, Bob. Can you explain to me why Diamond Dale's page looks like, as Austin said, an indie guy playing Diamond Dale's page? <laughs> we know he lost all his money, but how'd that happen? Wasn't it? Be- it was because Kimberly, it was in Kimberly's name, technically. Oh, is that, we're still on that? I, I think. And now well, they just, he just, look how much worse he looks. He's not tan, he's out of shape, and his hair is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's because he, yeah. He's he, wearing Jake the Snake tights. Yeah, he doesn't have his money. There is, though, I think, uh, I can't remember how they get it back, but he, like, eventually gets it back. Can you play us a little bit of the Booty Man theme song now? Because I can kind of hear it. That's what I'm doing. Oh. Stupid ads. I'm going to mute it when my, on my screen. By the way, the Booty Bay is not out here. Is this it? I'm listening. Yeah. Is this the right one? Yeah. That's what they were playing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Disco Inferno, basically. Shake, 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 shake. Yeah, instead of Disco Fever, it's just shake, 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 shake. Wow. Yeah. Diamond Dallas Page looks so shit, dude. Yeah, he does. He doesn't look great here. Did they ever explain the transition from Zodiac to Booty Man, or did they just pretend that's different people? No, it's definitely explained. I believe, I believe that the the reasoning they give is that uh, Mr. Booty Man was undercover. You got to be fucking kidding! I'm pretty sure <laughs> that that's the story. He was undercover. Wow. Yeah. Come on, man! It was an Come inside on. job. Get the fuck out of here. Are you lying? It was just work the whole time, bro. Let me double check. I'm very sure. Guys, you know what I'm eating after this? Tacos? Nope. Close, though, because I had those for dinner. Wait, you're, okay, so you already had dinner, though. Um, right. I don't know. I'm yeah. eating a great value vanilla ice cream sandwich. Wow. That's not a bad decision. Those are good. Can't wait. Pretty good. Yeah, so Why are you waiting two more hours to eat that? Because it's the right thing to do. I don't want to make you guys jealous. I'm eating some honey grams right now, and then I have um, some other snacks next to me, too. Yeah, so Hogan eventually turns Zodiac against his stable mates by revealing him as a mole. That's so stupid. That must have been... What, late 95, early 96? Disco fever! 
Which is then funny because by August, he's the disciple. Right. Who gets beat up? Who joins anyway? I'm super invested in this match, guys. I don't know about you. Um, I mean, DDP's look is really doing it for me. I can't lie. Um, it's He's hilarious. literally wearing pajamas. Dude, they're, they're, that is what Jake the Snake wore when we saw him at 2CW. <laughs> Correct. Correct. But they were red. What if I were to tell you that this match goes 18 minutes? Oh, no. Oh, no. Why are we watching this show? That's not true. We thought that this, we think that this show's not going good, but guess what? We got Slamboree next. <laughs> it's not another 18 minutes. That's bullshit. Uh, you're right. It's only 16. 16? Yeah. Ooh, I'm getting nervous about this, guys. He was a mole. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Get just get out. Hey, Bob, remember when we fantasy booked like the whole year of two thousand one WCW and then proceeded to never release it because neither of us wanted to actually write this shit out. <laughs> yeah. It's good shit. I do remember that. I still got the WCW booking chat. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay, the I remember. WC- like which one? Like when we did it, oh, Austin, no. or a different one? No, no, this was one that me and Bob did. We booked out the whole fucking year with all storylines and everything, and then just never, never wrote it. Me and Bob started a TNA one at one time. It didn't go very far, but we we did. I was just gonna say. I remember we had remember a plan. That? Oh yeah, I remember. We had a plan. It was like, oh, Bob, like, come over. And we're like, we'll just come up with all the shit, right? So I come over with a notebook, whatever. Dallas is all like, yo, let's get a roster, whatever. We figure out a roster. Because I used, like, the PWI 500 from that year. Yeah. Because we started at the beginning. So we started, like, 2002. And uh, we got, like, the ro- <laughs> we got the roster. But I think we just got distracted by doing anything other than, like, Figuring it out, and then we just never did it. I believe, yeah, I believe that. Wait, no, you did a couple shows because you put them on wrestling recaps. That's new I stuff. I think that was just mine. I don't know. I feel like there's one or two ones that you guys booked together that you put up there. Uh, I don't know if I remember that. I definitely think that Bob. I think we like did write write some stuff down at least though, but I don't really remember. It was so long I ago. I don't think like a full show. No, not the full thing. Probably more ideas, but yeah, look at boot, Booty Man with this thing. Uh, Austin likes his gear a lot. Um, my favorite part about it, though, is that it's he's just wearing like white tights underneath the cutout parts instead of like when he's beefcake and his like butt cheeks were showing. Well, that's the thing. He's the Booty Man, but like his booty ain't out, is it? No, you can't see it because there's something underneath the cutouts. Yeah. Rebooking TNA 2002 pay per view number one. No, Bob just did that though. That's 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 mine. Yeah. Oh. There was like an old. Oh shit! The ref just pushed DDP off the apron. Was that legal? 
Oh, remember when Bob was booking two CW? I still have that. Yeah, that was good. Yep. Booty Man I, catches DDP. I still have some good ideas for that. I um for my two uh, my TNA one since it probably will never come out. One of my ideas was uh, a babyface Jeff Jarrett, which he is in the where I'm at now. But I was going to have him get jumped by Homicide in the parking lot as a way to introduce Homicide. And like, okay. have that be a... I like it. For like, for like in 2004. I like it. Not super late. Now, I was going to have him beat him up with a fork. Oh, wow. That's my gimmick, dude. A fork? Yeah. This match is so good. You're weighing him down to the ground, baby. The fans are with Booty Man, the mole. Jesus Christ. I can't even believe that shit, dude. Why is James Schmizzy in this match? I still want to know. He just bumped into a limp bug. Oh my oh, god, he god. fell over the safety rail. The cops are like, get back, even though the, this no, kid was just standing up. up. I know. No, the kid like stood up. Oh, the booty babe. Oh, this is a booty babe. No, guys, is she going to show her booty? I don't see it. I think this is uh, everyone's remind. Every few months, you guys need this reminder, uh, all of our listeners, and that is that Kimberly Page turning on Diamond Dallas Page at Spring Stampede 2000, arguably the biggest, most shocking turn in wrestling. Almost four years, to, almost four years to the month from the show. Dude, I mean, it was just like that good. I still, I watched like a clip, like I saw it again, and it's like, damn, this still gets me. It's good. <laughs> this still gets me. And you don't see it coming, and it happens, and it's like, how could she do that? That's one of my favorite memories of Dallas and I's friendship, is getting that text message, and I'm like, this guy's fucking watching Spring CMP 2000 right now. You know what my favorite memory is of our friendship, Bob? I fell asleep on your birthday. <laughs> oh, wait, the birthday? When you fell asleep on your the birthday? Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. My favorite Bob memory is that when sucked. he gets I mad felt at so, me. I felt so bad. No, one of my, also one of my favorite memories with Dallas is like he'll te- I was texting him about TNA pay-per-views, and he thought I was pissed. I was like, no, dude, I thought I gave him to you. That's all I thought. That literally happened like three weeks ago. I know. He was. Bob was wicked mad. I was not mad at all. I was. I could have sworn I had given you that. And I was like, what? Didn't I? I thought I gave it to you. Then I thought about it. And I was like, maybe it was just the TNA. Fuck you, Dallas. Oh, yeah. I was so pissed. You were. Well, you probably minorly inconvenienced him. (laughs) Oh, it was about to be because he had to send it to me. (laughs) No, I was not upset. Guys, I really wish this match would be over. Well, now we're just ready for the Doomsday Cage, so I mean, Dude, we, we really got to so go. ready for it. Well, we yeah. also have the Chicago Street Fight in Mississippi. 
And the Loch Ness. Do you guys want to know how long that street fight is? No, we'll just suffer through it when we get there. <laughs> 18 minutes, 23 seconds. 23-26. Do you guys want me to tell you? Not really. I bet it's at least 30 minutes long. No. What's uh what's your favorite sitcom? Uh Full House. Okay, so Full House episode which I know you're not telling me the truth, but a Full House episode is usually like I more. like Full House. Full House episodes are usually like twenty two to twenty three minutes long, right? Yeah. Alright, we'll tack on an additional six minutes and that's your street fight. Oh. Okay. Well don't worry guys. There's only one hour and twenty five minutes left of this show. Wow. Uh, I mean, I don't want to be that guy. I'm running out of shit to talk to you guys about right now. So, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, man, literally talked to Bob yesterday. Austin, we talk enough these days, so we talk. No, just yeah, one, once a month is pretty much good. <laughs> you were just in town. I, I covered my bases then. Yeah, <laughs> we talk enough. I've had my fix for the month. Good. I've been dying to watch some world-class stuff. I just haven't had the time to sit down and do it. Well, you could be doing that right now instead of doing that. You literally could be doing that. Yeah. Well, what's stopping you? What What are you doing? Like, organizing, like, diapers or something? Okay, no, I'm a psycho. Here's what's happening. Oh, uh, God. Oh, God. I have not written on my regular blog. I haven't reviewed anything. I haven't casually written anything. I will not let myself proceed with any of that until the fucking book's done. Well, you gotta give yourself breaks, though, and like, hey, if I want to do something fun, I'm not, dude. I won't let myself do it. Yeah, but I'm you need punishing to. myself. Don't do that. It's it's gonna it's gonna hurt the writing of the book. And it has been because I've been trying to watch w, WCCW shit. Yeah, and but like you crank need... out a couple reviews. Okay, but. But hear, hear out from someone who also needs to, like, bounce around. You need, like, another creative outlet of, like, okay, I'm going to watch WCCW. Be like, wow, that was fun. And, like, maybe that'll help inspire you to write more of the book. You need that. Yeah, I've, I don't know. I'm I'm literally on the very, la- I'm on, the like, the epilogue of the book. Literally the last chapter. I just, dude, I fucking, between the baby, between moving, between working, it's like... Yeah, you need to do something fun, though. Fuck, if you're not, man. You need to give yourself a break from the work part and have some fun. Yeah. Well, and I'm not going to sit down and force myself to write it either, because then it turns out like a piece of shit. That's what I'm saying. I ain't doing that. I don't know, but yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with it. I was starting to rebook ECW again, and then I stopped because of the book. But I was starting to get that going. That's the stuff you got to do, though. You have to have, like, a creative outlet to, like, be inspired. You know, I know what I did the other day. What's that? I can kind of relate to this. Pulled your torch. What's that? 
You pulled your pork? No. Oh. Also, yes. I, uh, I, uh, you know, I sat down last night and I was like, I'm going to review something. I'm in a good mood to review something. And I proceeded to not review anything for like six hours because I couldn't make up my mind on what I wanted to watch. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what we do when we want to find a show on like Netflix, and we sit there for an hour. It sucks because uh-huh. there's so yeah. Like I did that too recently. I was on Netflix actually, and because I hadn't been on there in like two months, I hadn't, hadn't even bothered. Oh, I know what you need to watch, Bob. Too oh, hot to God. handle a new season. I know. No, you need to watch Better Call Saul. Oh, I do like it. Holy shit, dude! I'm having so much on? fun right now. What season are you on? Uh, five out of six, halfway through. I did. I did want to watch that. You do need. You need to. It's pretty good. Six is not on Netflix right now, though, so I got to find a way. I've been really wanting to watch rewatch Reno Nine One One from the beginning. That is such a great fucking show. I've never it's, really seen it. It's my top two TV shows of all time. Oh my god! Yeah, I have that on. I have that set on DVD. So do I. My I, uh, number one. My number one is that seventy show. Number one. That's really. I could watch that anytime. The reruns. <sighs> fucking love that show. DDP just kissed his wife and she slapped him, so that's going well. And then he got a high knee. Play. Oh my god, he lost. That's good. Good. God. Now, my my favorite thing about I know I think we've talked about this before too, but Reno Nine One One is like I'll see the clips of it on Facebook and people think it's a real. That's so funny. <laughs> like the like the country guy gets pulled over. For That's the one I see all the time. Yeah, or like reciting the alphabet backwards, and he's drunk, but he does it seamlessly. And people are like, I, "He's not fucking drunk. These cops are assholes." And it's like, dude, it's oh, real nine one one. Booty Man just did a very long kiss on uh, Kimberly Page there. So does, is DDP done wrestling now? Is that what the gimmick is? No, I don't think he's done wrestling. But it's a I quit wrestling match. It is? Yeah. I don't have that. I just have it as a singles match. They, they posted the a bu- up. They hmm. played the graphic. I don't know. One of my... Going back to Reno 911. I like uh, Nick Swartzen on that as Terry. Oh, yeah. And the, they'll go to like, the Taco Shack or whatever. Yeah. And be like, Terry, we have you offering up blowjobs. Like, no, that wasn't me. <laughs> what are you talking about? No. And like the guy will like, walk up to Terry and be like, Terry. How much for a blowjob? I and feel Terry, like I really like that. Terry show, whispers but never... to him and he's like, couple more. Couple bucks, and he's like Terry. I'm a cop. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, dude, it's fucking really good. I like that almost every character on that show plays like a criminal character. Um. Oh yeah, yeah. and then they, they just blur the face <laughs> out the and face. just talk different. Yeah, dude, it's that's so, awesome. It's so funny. Dallas, I think you would like that show just because it's absolutely fucking ridiculous. That's the stuff I like. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I um <coughs> on Netflix, I actually watched uh, a Bo Burnham show. Zach Thomas wants or Zach Taylor wants to be famous or something. Mm. I He's pretty funny. 
I think you guys would really like that. I it's, thought, what's it on? It's on Netflix. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's Zach Taylor or Zach Jones. Maybe it's Zach I'll Jones. Look, I have to look at that. But, uh, yeah. They're like 20-minute episodes. They burned through it in a day. Oh, nice. It was, it was actually really fun. Who's your favorite Reno 911 guy? Oh, Dangle. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I like Junior a lot. Yeah, but I—I I mean, I—I I like Thomas Lennon a lot. Yeah. Zach Stone. Zach Stone is going to be famous. Is that Netflix? That's a pretty much. Uh, yeah, Dangle. <laughs> I like how Dangle is like in love with the other cop, like the first couple of seasons, and he's like trying to. He's like helping him move, but it's like just him because he didn't tell anybody else. <laughs> so he's like, Dangle, what are you? Is just you? And he's like, Yeah, I just help you. You know. <laughs> he's like. And it gets to a point where he's like, Dangle, if you fucking touch me one more time, I know what you're trying to do. Okay. <laughs> and he doesn't do it. Or the episode where Dangle's, like, son comes into the picture and he thinks, like, well, he finds out, like, it's not his son or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like, he walks up to him and he's like, yeah, oh, you want to, like, he's like, no, do you have, do you have Jones number by any chance? And he's like, uh-oh. <laughs> get out of here. Get out of here. It's <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a great show. <laughs> when he it's comes out of like the clothing store and his bike is like inside the pole, and he's every, just, like, what? every time, every time, like, what the? who keeps doing this to me? <laughs> oh god, it's so funny! I love that show. Speaking of funny, here comes Loch Ness. They said this is the first time in Mississippi they brought a Richter scale in. Is what Bobby Heenan said. Uh, Loch Ness, funnily enough, would go on in, uh, 2015 to star in, oh, he just, he almost just fell. Uh, 2015, Loch Ness would be famous for heading to Ring of Action Wrestling and teaming up with Chris Storm as part of the, uh, Bad oh. Company tag team. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> A little, Screech. little known factor. Screechy's gonna text me about that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the winner tomorrow night is Fate and Ric Flair. Is it gonna be Ric Flair versus Loch Ness or Ric Flair versus the Giant? <laughs> what a ridiculous stipulation! Like Either Flair. way, you're fucked if you're Ric Flair. I mean, Either yeah. Here comes Dallas' favorite entrance of 1996, the green lights for the giant. <laughs> <laughs> Just blew his wig back the last time he saw it. I mean, it was pretty good. Ah! <laughs> fucking loves this shit. But no, you gotta reason. remember, no one else had, like, cool lights, and this dude comes out in cool green lights. It's like Oz all over again. Okay, Dallas. <laughs> The only thing that's missing is a casket. It's the best entrance of uh, 1996 right there. <laughs> the giant. Well, giant haystacks is looking good. <laughs> oh, sorry, Loch Ness. <laughs> Wasn't he just billed under a different name at the last pay-per-view? No, he was Loch Ness. No, was, like, was he? Oh, yeah.
He's actually a lot taller than I thought, too. Well, he probably has lifts in there. Who, Loch Ness? Uh, he's built at 6'11", so, I mean, he's a big guy. He's 6'11"? He's giant, Bob. Giant haystacks. At one at one time, he was known as Giant Luke Haystacks. This is ridiculous. According to... Oh. According to... <laughs> According to the cage match, his cause of death is Krebs. Is what? <laughs> the cage match is a German website, isn't it? They don't know what yes, the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> Krebs. Krebs. <laughs> Krebs. <laughs> what the fuck is that, dude? You gotta do the Google Translate on that <laughs> shit. Oh, it's Krebs. <laughs> Krebs. He died of lymphoma. <laughs> Krebs, dude, it's Krebs. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's horrible. He died in no- November 29th, 1998. Yeah, I got that, dude. Just about two years later. He's I got that written down here. I don't know how that translates. How does lymph? How does Krebs go to lymphoma? <laughs> it's, maybe it's like cancer or something. Oh, okay. Krebs. <laughs> There's just a bell on. I don't know why, for the record. Um. Oh man. Uh, before oh, wow. his so, li- it, it's so oh. short lived. He gets lymphoma around this time. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. By the way, I'm not laughing at the lymphoma. I'm laughing at the translation. A giant just pinned of him. Crabs. In, of crabs. Um, and I'm gonna let. Since Bob's saying that too, my spoiler was gonna be: this is his final match of his career. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, he just he he lost to a uh, a kick in a leg drop. Yeah, he's Hulk Hogan. Yeah, trademark but, giant just yelling. Before this uh, little run is Loch Ness. Uh, that started, by the way, his first well, his first match was February eleventh, ninety six, on main event. He it was a no contest with Jim Duggan. Uh, before that started, he appeared in WCW in uh, on December eleventh, nineteen ninety one, on WCW Roar Power Tour. Uh, he defeated Stephen Regal as Giant Haystacks, and that was because they were in the UK, uh, which is where he's uh, popular. That was the last matches of of his career ever. Ever. Wow. Now Lee Marshall. Lee Marshall has a great diagram behind him. On that okay, diagram. Bob's here finally to tell us who this guy is. Lee Marshall. You don't know who Lee Marshall is? Oh, I called him Don. I knew I knew who it was, though. Lee Marshall, he's uh, Tony the Tiger. Oh, uh, wait. I know, I know the, the name. Tony Why is he not doing Hello, it here? Right. Who's here? Oh, Sting. Why is Sting red? Booker T. You're not Lex Luger. You're not Stevie, right? Hang on. Shut your bitch ass up. 
You see this outfit? You see my titties? That's the point. You want? What am I? This is so weird. You want? What's what's your guys' favorite Booker T uh, storyline? Storyline? Yeah. Um, I like what I like when he's in the main event mafia because he does really funny um commentary with Kevin Nash on Impact. I'm, I'm shocked that it's a TNA. My favorite storyline is when Vince McMahon says the N word backstage and Booker T hears him. Um. I'm, my favorite storyline is from SmackDown when Kurt Angle is like, I want to have sex with your wife. <laughs> <laughs> like he, and he wants to have like, what is he Passionate. Like, dirty uh, sex. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Cause I, I watched recently like the paper where they fight and he's like, I'm going to have like jungle fever sex with your wife or like she wants it so fucking bad. Dude, like, he, so he like breaks into the locker room and is just like hovering over her, like I'm gonna fuck you tonight. <laughs> it's like okay, Kurt, what the hell is going on here? There's a lot. Of, that's another guy backstage where yeah, he's good in the ring, but sometimes Kurt Angle's even better, like in segments. Oh my god, his TNA stuff that I've been watching lately has been great. There was uh-huh. one where he is <laughs> looking for Sting backstage. And he tells Borash, he goes, you know, you know where a guy, a coward like Sting hides? And JB's like, where, Kurt? In the bathroom. So he goes searching, like, through the showers or whatever, and he kicks open a couple of stalls. And he kicks open the last stall, and Rikishi's in the stall. <laughs> reading, reading the newspaper. And Kurt Angle's like, oh, oh, my God, I've made a horrible mistake. This is horrible. Oh, no, no, I made, a, I made a horrible mistake. No, no, no. And then like, he's like, JB, we, we got to get out of here. That's pretty funny. Oh, this is why it's a Chicago street fight, you fucks. Well, I kind of figured, but I didn't want to sound dumb if I was wrong. Yeah, but why is it in Chicago? But they're not in Chicago. Yeah, but it's because these assholes are from Chicago. I understand that, but they're not in Chicago. I thought so, too. That's why, though. It's like, oh, it's our match. It's a Chicago street fight. How smart I would have sounded. I know that. No, you know what, Dallas? If if you had pointed it out, considering we know that, and you would have said that thinking that we didn't know that, you would have not worked smart. No, that's not why I was going to... Another favorite memory with uh, Dallas is when we were watching TNA and Nikita Koloff took off his mask. No, he no, was no, like, no. who's that guy? I and did I not like, Nikita see that. He was like, oh... Right. I knew who it was. I was shocked. I didn't know what to say. Yeah, no. <laughs> Go back and listen to it, people. Go back and listen like, to it. Do I say who? Do I say who? He goes, who's this guy? No. I literally <laughs> say Nikita Koloff the same time Mike Tanay does. Bullshit. It's not right at all. Well, the Road Warriors don't care. They're starting They now. literally overran them. They were not even, they were barely <laughs> walking, and they overran them. Guys, we still have over an hour left in the show. If you're following along at home on the cock, we are at one hour, 36 minutes, 42 seconds. Booker T's like, I got a carabiner holding my goddamn gear together in the front, and I don't even rock climb. (laughs) I don't rock climb. What is the outfit, though? Can we just talk about it? What is that? I I don't know. 
Name me one guy from Harlem that's dressing like that fucking bullshit. <laughs> Fair point. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, what is what is the Harlem Heat character really? I don't know, but it, if I'm booking two black guys from Harlem that are like gonna beat you up. They are not dressing in ballerina fucking outfits. Like, get that shit off, dude. And they're they're especially not going to be purple outfits either. Eat the scissor kick. I love that this match goes on for a half hour. I cannot wait to sit through this for... Sting just feels like such an odd man out here. Well, cause look, where's Stevie Ray? Where, uh-huh. Where's he doing? I don't know. They just needed to get Sting on the show, so they took Stevie off. I think it should have been fucking Booker T and Mustafa Akid as Harlem Heat. Now that would have no. been some shit. I think it should have been Booker T and New Jack as Harlem Heat. And then New Jack would always have a gun, which would then represent the heat. <laughs> That's fucked up. Yeah, I got the heat, Booker. And, like, obviously he wouldn't shoot anybody, but he would just, you know, hit him in the head with a gun and then, like, hide it. Remember night. when somebody talked shit to New Jack at a live show? Who the fuck did that? That yeah. was you. That's so messed up. <laughs> that was you. <laughs> Dude, I thought I was going to get killed that night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Looking back, that was a great trip. I'm so glad we did that cuz a lot of funny cool shit happened that that, that was a really that was so yeah. So I good. used my long legs to steal a DVD from a family. Dude, yep. And then I was like, like, and he handed it to me, and the people next to us looked right at him like, holy fuck, are you serious? Well, here's the thing. I grabbed it with my foot, and I looked at it, and I was like, oh, I already have this one. And I gave it to Dallas. And you shouted out the heavenly bodies to guys that were cosplaying. <laughs> Go watch those SMW tapes. Yeah. <laughs> we saw MJ off when he fucking wasn't shit. I, uh, yep, dude, and I knew as soon as I saw him, I was like, his attitude, the way that he presents himself, like, he's going to be a stud. I'm pretty sure that Max Caster was also in the match. Yeah, I think he was. I think. I've looked it up before on this show, so I'll go ahead and go back and listen to another bonus episode where I probably popped it in and told everybody that was in it. We're getting uh, sweet double screens here. Bob, do you like the Road Warriors? Yeah, I told you. My favorite road warrior is when they break Henry Godwin's neck on a doomsday device. Okay, good, because I don't like them. You don't like the road warriors? Fucking no, man. I I like... Okay, they're they're good when they get to beat up people for three minutes. I don't know about extended matches. <laughs> Like, that, say, gonna, this one right here. Right, this one right here that's going to go on for a half hour. Yeah, that probably is not a good uh, a good booking decision for these guys. And I also just like when Hawk says, Well, well. And that's after animals like, Dumb Hawk. 
Well, I do like that know, part too. It's unfortunate that Hawk died of Krebs. <laughs> Krebs. <laughs> uh, uh, fuck. I like that this picture in picture, it's just a split screen here, and at the bottom in a black fucking banner, it just says Chicago Street Fighter. I like that part a lot as well. I was thinking the same thing. Well, it's just in case you didn't know what you were watching. Oh, we know. Dropkick on the aisle way. Hawk didn't know what to do, so he just threw a dropkick. I feel like when, you, when, you, when you're the guy throwing the dropkick on a concrete floor, I feel like that should hurt you more. Yeah, you're kind of dumb when you do that. Yeah, because you're just, you know, dropping your entire body on a concrete floor. It doesn't, probably doesn't feel great. You know what I've been jamming out to lately in my car? What's that? Uh, my Way of the Highway, a la WrestleMania 17. Oh. So that's WrestleMania. That's right, baby. Check out. Check out. Check out. It's Bob Joe right out. there. Bob's jamming right now. Just one more misery, and I. I've been jamming yeah. out to uh, "I Want It That Way" by Backstreet Boys. Oh, okay. Well, that's weird. Also, um, I know Victoria's Secret by uh, Jax. Okay. Oh my God! He hit him with a chair, and then uh, fucking hawks in an arm bar. Devastating. Sting doesn't use chairs. He's a good guy. Well, he just did on uh, Animal there. Maybe he's turning into the crow tonight. <laughs> oh, Animal's no selling. He's already back to the ring. Oh, Nelly. Oh my god! Oh my god! He's going crazy with the chair animal. Where did they find a green fucking chair? Oh my god! Please be the fucking pen. Ah! Oh. Oh, it hasn't been a half hour yet. Oh boy, shit! We have one more left. Oh shit, we're gonna get copyright flagged. Bob don't give a fuck, he's the one who closed Icopod down. That's right. I do remember when I logged on, he was like, guys, it's fucking done, why are we even doing this? Guys, I can't watch 97 Raw because I was like, well, can we finish this? Good, and like, I don't want to watch it when it gets good, I'd rather all watch the first I four years when it sucks so much. All I said was, mm-hmm. guys... I don't know about 1997. And then Bob, it was like dynamite exploded. He went DEFCON 3 like Kanye did recently on Twitter. Oh, God. Oh, no. Stop right there. (laughs) You know what? Hitler had some great ideas. No. No. This is so fucking bad. No. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's all it took. And then Bob proceeded to pull the plug. And I was in the middle of it like... Uh, guys, I don't know what to do. Well, really, if you think about it, let's be serious here. It all stems off of Dallas's fault. We did talk about that, I think, yeah. Because if he wouldn't have injected the poison 
of Dallas Gridley in between Bob Colling Jr. and me. Trying to weasel his little TNA podcast in there, we'd probably still be doing it. It's all it's all the TNA the TNA cross the line podcast. The, the way, TNA well. cross the line podcast burned Bob out, and in turn made him not want to do Icopod anymore, just like me. So he was like, uh, "Fuck it, we're not doing it anymore." No, that's not how that worked out at all. So. Just sat in the record straight here, folks. Uh, the problem, ha- problem with TNA is like we're at a point right now where like every show is like pretty like actually solid. So I'm not burnt out by that. I'm burnt out of this fucking pay per view. I'll tell you. That. Well, we still got the main event, which is what we're waiting for. This awful. Dude yeah, but it's probably gonna get seven minutes. Honestly, it's probably all it needs. These guys are just hitting each other with fists. Yeah, they're, they, they don't know what to do. They're like guys, auto moves. Guys, we are officially under an hour. We are one hour, 46 minutes, 27 seconds into this two hour, 45 minute, and six second show. Hmm. Which means it is nearly time for a pee break. To prepare for the main event. This match is so bad. Is the crowd making any noise or no? Yeah, they are. I'd be pissed if I paid for this shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, looking at the card, I don't know who would really want to pay for this. I actually don't think on paper the card was that bad, but... Now, did it hold up? I know. I mean, their entire main event is in one match. Like, all their main event wrestlers are in one match. Sting, Sting is literally right here. Like I said, all their main event wrestlers are all in the main <laughs> event. Oh, yeah, you're, I forgot. You're talking about the fucking ultimate solution in yeah, the gangsta. Yeah, Sting is the ultimate B-plus player, and we all know it. I've actually been really waiting for Z gangsta to come here. Yeah, it's Zeus. I bet you Zeus has drawn more money on pay-per-view than Sting ever did. <laughs> Sting missing That's the by Hawk. What you just said is fucked up. Did you know that Zeus fought Abdullah the Butcher at yeah. Capital Sports Promotion in 1990? Yeah, it was probably yeah. a 10-star match. Well, That's considered one of the worst matches in wrestling history. Well, it was a double count out that went nine minutes and fifty two seconds in Puerto Rico. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's on YouTube. Has that anything good in Puerto Rico ever happened, or what? Bruiser Brody against that. <laughs> Did he get that crabs? was coming? Did he get the crabs? No, he got the stabs. <laughs> yeah, he got jabs. Bruiser Brody was the first person to get uh, jabbed and it not be controversial. <laughs> what? Yeah, like, you know, jab for COVID shots and everything. That's pretty controversial. And he got he got jabbed in the shower, and, and no one really cared. No one even bothered to look into it. They're just like, yeah, this is normal. And then they just walked away. Not if you ask fucking Tony Atlas. I was sitting there, brother. I was drawing him a picture of his son, and then all of a sudden... <laughs> That's Tony Ellis for you. Uh, just for fun, um, I see here on Cage Match, 
I figure why don't we, we can chat a little bit about this and so we'll probably never talk about the show again. It looks like Dave Meltzer gave the Eddie Guerrero-Conan match three and a quarter stars. Yeah, okay. Same for the uh, Steven Regal and Belfast Bruiser match. That, that was Imagine. three and a quarter. Yeah. And the match that we're walking, watching right now that we are desperately feeling very bored about got three and a half stars. What in the hell is he talking about? First of all, Regal in uh, in Bruiser should get a higher rating than what Conan in one hundred percent. Conan and Grail got three and a quarter, then like Regal Bruiser is like four stars. This one, this getting three and a half. I don't how. That's insane. Booker just tried to do a spin Rooney, and Animal got like kicked into him, and he stopped him from doing it because Animal just plopped down. This is ridiculous. This is so. What did he give? What did he give? Haystacks and Giant. It's not listed on Cage Match, unfortunately. Those are, <laughs> those are the only ones that were listened or listed. Excuse me. He's just well, a, yeah. I think on Cage Match, it's only listed if it's three or more. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, three or more stars. Oh, so that tells you how good a little preview of the main event. You what? So that gives you a preview about the main event. Oh. It's not listed. <laughs> oh, no. Well, maybe it's so good that there just weren't enough stars. It could be, maybe that match is the first six-star match and not Kenny Omega against... Luka. You're right. Dude, now all I can think about is Reno 911. Fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna look up some Reno 911 clips right now. Hey, you want to know something really funny? What's that? Uh, my brother recently has been trying to buy shoes on the internet, like fancy shoes. Oh, okay. And like every time he does, they refund him the money. The seller backs out. Like the, people are just not doing the deals, right? Well, tonight he uh, he proceeded to try another deal. Uh, $411. Oh, is it for AEW DVDs? For, for a pair of shoes uh, that he doesn't plan on wearing. Oh. So they, they refunded the money. Again, another seller backed out. They're not doing it. So now this money's like in limbo for three to five business days like it always is. Well, he proceeded to find that same pair of shoes for $488 and clicked buy now thinking it was the like the buy now pay later thing with PayPal, which is what he was trying to do. Oh, no. But it was actually all the money up front. So right now in his account, there is a pending 800 and some odd dollars. Oh. And this dude don't got a hundred and some odd dollars for shoes right now. I'd be pooping my pants. Uh, yeah, he is. He's like texting uh, my sister and I about it. So that's pretty funny. Oh shit! They're saying that Riddle failed a drug test and got sent to rehab. Hmm. We're uh, 
uh, we're seeing suplexes in the ring right now, by the way, if, if anybody actually does care about this match. You know what is another good Reno 911 segment is uh, when Jones thinks that uh, his voiceover for the commercial is going to make him a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> then they, they only play it like twice. And he's like, what? yeah, yeah. And the <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in the inst- in the installation is free. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dude, I forgot about that. Fast Eddie McClintock, the guy who drives the fucking Trans Am. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Dallas, uh, you gotta watch it. I bet you they have episodes on YouTube, like full they episodes. They do. They do. Yeah. Ah, oh, it's funny shit, man. I think there's Reno Nine One One episodes on like the Roku channel too. Probably. Uh, yeah. Probably. I do tend to find it hard to get into comedy shows, which is weird since I do like to laugh, but, you know. Well, I feel like a lot of times with comedy shows, there isn't, like, substantial storylines, usually. I think that's my problem. At least not, like, like series long. Yeah, I haven't, I've been told to watch some, but it just doesn't work for me. I think I, another reason I like Reno 911 is it's not necessarily episodic. Like, you can just watch any episode. That is nice. Yeah. I've been getting into, like, deep series, though. It's kind of like my new thing. Yeah. Which I used to not watch shows all the time, and here I am. Binge watching six seasons of Better Call Saul. No, you should you should watch uh, uh, Pepsi. Where's my jet? I'm going to. It's on my watch list, dude. That's so good, so good. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that. Uh, I got a bunch of stuff on the watch list, but I gotta get through. I gotta get through this first. Bob, did you ever see Eastbound and Down? Uh, I I I did watch a couple episodes but with I Danny that. McBride. Yeah. I, I didn't get, like, super into it, but I did see it. <sighs> that shit's funny. I've only seen the first season of it, and I liked it. He's, like, a washed-up baseball player that has to live yeah. with his brother or whatever. Yeah. I like the Ric Flair guy at the car dealership. Will Farrell plays him, dude. It's so funny. Oh, my God. Oh, he's in the show? <laughs> yeah, he's he's literally, like, a Ric Flair guy. That's awesome. This match sucks, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, so it's bad. We've talked about everything but the match in the ring right well, now. Oh, nice power slam, I guess, there by Animal. I mean, what can you... Do? Again, is this is an example of like, oh, hey, punch, kick, punch, punch, kick, chair shot, punch, kick. Punch. Yeah. I mean, that's all this is. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, that, that just goes to show the fact that we haven't really talked about it at all tells you all you need to know. 
And I mean, the split screen is ridiculous. It's so funny. Like one, two guys are in the ring, two guys are on at ringside, but you can still see them in the other camera shot. I don't know. I guess it's a way to continue the action when one's like stalling around, the other one's having a brawl on the outside. But even still, like it's just it's bullshit. Poker T with a DDT on the floor to Hawk. Back in 1987, that would put somebody out for eight months, but we're going to get a two count here. <laughs> a one count, actually. Hawk kicked out at one. And the installation is free. It's <laughs> funny. Oh, man. Or like when they all thought they won the lottery and they storm into the thing. Like, Motherfuckers, I quit. <laughs> yeah, like, well, they got like, their coats on and jewels and all this shit. Yeah, yeah. And it turns out, like, 20,000 people want it and they all get, like, 120 bucks each. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my, you know what, another one, my one of my favorite episodes is when the guy, like, on the children's show comes in and, like, Everything just goes wrong. I don't remember. You don't remember that? No. Was it an earlier season or a later season? Like, was Uh, Garcia in it and shit? Yeah. Okay. I don't remember. It's like a PBS show, and the guy's like trying to teach kids about not doing <laughs> things, and they they'll be like at the beach, and be like, oh, what are some things you find at the beach as an officer? And they're just like, oh, you know, syringes and stuff. Like, oh, what's in the syringes? And they're like drugs, and they're just like, oh, you know, maybe we shouldn't say drugs. And they're like, well, that's what it is. <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 we can just say like, you know. A, candy. A beach candy, a beach ball. Or something. <laughs> and then they, they'll be like, yeah, a beach ball full of cocaine. And they'll be like, no, no, that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> it's uh season three, episode four. Is, uh, huh. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's just so Yeah, there's a lot of them. The first one I ever saw that made me want to watch the show Carrot Top was in it. And he was, like, throwing his furniture out of his hotel, like, fucking 30 oh, stories yeah, up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, like, a hostage situation with Carrot Top. Ever since I saw that on Comedy Central, I was like, I'm watching the fuck out of this show any chance I get. I don't know what the first one I saw was. But I just remember knowing that it was a spoof on basically cops. Oh, yeah, 100%. It probably had to be something with Terry, because when I every time I he's on there on roller skates and just being just being silly cracks me up every time. They pull up. What's up, guys? What are you? Uh, hi. What are you doing here? <laughs> this is so weird that you're here. This this guy just said like, well, we got back. four calls, Terry. <laughs> Come out here, Terry. Terry, we're getting calls that you're blowing people in the bathroom for a taco. And he's just like, no, it wasn't a taco, it was a quesadilla. Terry, that's, <laughs> you can't do that. And he's like, oh, shit, that's not my man. 
Sting has brooms. And he just had animal over there. Oh, my God. Why is this still happening? I don't know. He's the cleaner. Oh, my God. Is this where, where Kenny got it from? He stole it from the stinger? Oh, he was. Those brooms are pieces of shit, too. Look, I like how he's holding... He's holding two of them together. That's my favorite part about that. Where did he get those? I like that Sting went backstage to get two brooms. Specifically. <laughs> specifically two brooms. Not one. Two. That's a good point, yeah. As he walked into the ring, he looked, and he saw, oh, I might need those brooms later. And he's that like, was okay, perfect time. Pretty stiff. It crosses back of his head there. Ooh. Oh, there's, like, dirt on it. Like, dust coming out of it. Bob, it's a fucking... Hawk's like, give me that! Well, I would think he'd get a brand new broom. Why? It's a fucking broom. Why'd he just break it over his knee? He's gonna stab him with it. Okay, well, Animal, you could have choked him with it not broken. It's a visual. I guess. Is somebody coming out or something? They must be going into the finish, right? I mean, has it been a half hour yet? I don't know. I don't know, dude. There's really been absolutely zero substance to this. It's it's incredible. Correct. I got to see what Matt Pettigrew, friend of the show, thought about this. Because if he gave this match... Dallas, I'm sure you've seen the clip where... There's like a cop and he buys these white boots hmm. on Facebook and it's new boot goofing and he's like posing in the boots. Uh, yeah, I feel like that sounds familiar. Yeah, that's the show. I see that one all the time. I see like the cowboy on the, the cop camera one a lot, like Bob was saying. Yeah. Where he like dances and shit. I see that yeah. one all the time. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I've seen like clips and stuff, but I, um, yeah, it's not something I've I've really watched a lot of. Booker T has left Sting. He left, like just gone. Maybe he's going to get more brooms. Probably. He's going to get Stevie Ray. Oh, wait, they're saying Animal went with him, but. Look, Dusty just said. Hopefully, he's going to get some brooms. Okay, so Animal is in fact... Wait, Luger's there. Wait, there's a table set up. A very small table. Luger's in the mirror. He's looking at himself in a mirror. He's working out. He hit him into some popcorn. He acted like he didn't know that that was going on. (laughs) Oh, here's Stevie. Stevie's helping him. It's a street fight. Anything goes. Oh, Stevie can help fight right here, but doesn't tag with his partner? What's up with that? I don't know. He he, he ruined my scene? Is that what Luger just said? What are they? Are they handcuffing him or something? Yeah, they're doing something around it, like a post. Athletic tape. Are you fucking kidding me? He's got a I mean, cape around his wrist. Yeah, but he could... You can break out of that. Give me a break. I was just going to say, that's what's keeping him there? No, they said he cannot. 
If Animal can't break out of that, that's the equivalent of Goldberg not being able to get out of the police station and cross the street to get back into the Georgia Dome. <laughs> For his match. What the fuck? How did Booker get there again? So fast, dude. Had to have fucking ran. He probably ran there. This has been unbelievable. You know what this match reminds me of, Dallas? You remember when we played fucking Here Comes the Pain? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it'd be like, dude, don't leave the area yet. Don't leave. And then somebody leaves, and you're, like, in the middle of doing something cool as fuck. <laughs> and then all of a sudden we're ba- the in cut- Times Square. It's just the cutscene of the guy being like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, come on. Dude, yeah, it is just what it is like. Oh, shit, there's Stevie Ray. He just assassinated Hawk with the chair. It's over. Okay, so you're telling me after all of that, a chair shot that we saw 900 times was enough? Fucking That's a handcuff. Finally, dude. He's handcuffed. Finally. Animal was, in fact, handcuffed around that post. That was not just a leg fake. Sting and Booker like, yeah, good teaming with your partner. What the hell? How did Stevie get there again so quick? Must not be that far backstage. It must not be. I like it how literally T, right at the curtain. I like how Booker T won, and then he's like immediately telling Sting, "Like we're, I'm going to beat you for the tag title." It's like, thanks, man. <laughs> I can't even just celebrate a win. Oh man, what a match! Remember, Sting, you told us that we're going to get a title shot, and I'm going to beat you for it, sucker. Oh, no. Did he die? Krebs. <laughs> oh, dude. What the fuck? Okay, he's not dead. Can you dig it, dig it, sucker? I think that's like match of the year candidate so far. Yeah, I don't think that's... Uh, that one of the brawl was, like, just brutal, though. But, guys, it's about time. You know what. That was a Nasty Boys match without the Nasty Boys. Yeah. yeah or Public Enemy. <clears throat> what what time is it, Dallas? Okay, I am at two hours, eight minutes, and four Five, six seconds. Okay. So we have literally just under 40 minutes left, so. Hell yeah, dude. Great. Fucking great. Never been happier. Well, I think this one should be fun, hopefully. Uh, I feel like your definition of fun is a lot different than ours. Because, like, how long is it going to... Well, I mean, the key is already set up, I guess. So they should be able to just go right into it, right? You know they got to do a whole interview. You'd hope so. No, well, yeah. 
They don't care about rules. Good God. I just want the show to be over. Bottom line. Yeah, you know who's really good? Who? A Luigi Primo. With his pizzas? Yeah, Luigi Primo's a shit. I found him on Twitter, like, two years ago, and was like, what the fuck is this guy? And followed him immediately. Oh, guys, here we go. Bruce Buffer. An event like no other in the history of professionalism. He is the master of the Steiner Recliner. <laughs> Why does he say that shit? <laughs> oh, see, they're going to end Hulkamania. Accompanied by his number one freak, Medasia. <laughs> Medasia. <laughs> Are you ready? He wants you to holler if you hear him. Scott! Big Bear, Booty Daddy, Steiner. And then, like, uh, for Rick Steiner, it'd be, if you don't like him, you can bite him. <laughs> the dog face gremlin, Rick Steiner. <laughs> Look at the fucking pyro sparks in the cage. I like it. Yeah. Now when they get tossed into the steel, they'll burn a little bit. Now you gotta think, if you're at the total opposite side of the arena, you're fucked. Oh, you're screwed. (laughs) You can't see shit. The guys in the the nosebleeds over there, they're like, dude, we got great seats for this main event. That's a really good point, actually. Yeah, because if you're front row, you're like, fuck, I can't see anything. Well, that's the thing that sucks. Like, if you're on the other side of the ring, you're you're fucked. You're, You're done. That thing looks so shitty, dude. Look at look at how bad the flooring looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is the object what of this the? match? Ric Flair entering with no robot. Now listen, I know he's about to walk into a cage, but this is weird. I think it's just pin, right? I think it's just pinfall. Whoever scores the pin first. Oh, they're just Elizabeth looking like out. a 10 here, dude. And is Ard wearing a shirt? Yeah. They're just walking out. Where's yeah, all the is, other guys? So, it, has he been the Taskmaster, or is he just going by that now? Wasn't he going by Kevin Sullivan for a bit? He was the ta- he's been the Taskmaster since '94. Oh, really? Yeah, probably since around. Um, I think like Havoc. Oh, I thought they were. I know. Okay, hold on. Because he transforms. He transforms into the Taskmaster. Oh really? I you think it's some weird top? vignette where I think it's some weird vignette where he's like on the beach or something. Oh, so he does both. Wait, what do you mean? Is he Kevin Sullivan or is he the Taskmaster? He's the Taskmaster's Kevin Sullivan. Oh, so it's both. It's like a nickname. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was like a separate character. No, no. 
He's still Kevin Sullivan. You start at the top of the cage? Why aren't they showing uh, the game stuff? Maybe that's the gimmick. Maybe you start at the top. No, you know what? I think there's people in each cage, and you have to beat them in the cage. So you would start... Yeah, look at Anderson in sweatpants. I think they start in the ring, and then you have to work your way up, I think. Well, because this is going to basically be like Savage and uh, Hogan have to beat all of them. Because I'm guessing they have to work their way up to Flair and Anderson there. That's what I would assume. Where is the gangsta? On the other side, it's only Savage and Hogan? Yeah. Yeah, but where's the Z gangsta? They announced him. Oh, they're probably at the bottom, dude. Yeah, but I didn't even see them come out. I know. They heard... Who is the ultimate solution? Warrior? Well, it's not it's not Warlord. I know that. Renegade. Oh shit. His name is Robert Alexander Swenson. Yeah, I know. I I clicked it and I was like, what the fuck? I have no idea who this guy is. He he's dead though by he's dead on August eighteenth, nineteen set. From Krebs? No, okay. he had a heart. Oh, so Krebs. Uh, Z Gangsta and the Hulk Hogan, David Boy Smith, and James Kahn gave eulogies at his funeral? Wow. That Macho Man shirt looked familiar to anyone. Oh, my God. Ooh. Too soon. They say that... So he was an avid user of steroids. Shocking. Mm. You see the guy's body. Uh, and started them in his early 20s. Because of this, he reportedly could not take a shower properly, put on a shirt, or walk upstairs. Who was oh, this? Wow. The ultimate solution. Oh. And he must be, I guess he's, he was in the uh, Batman. Batman and Robin? <laughs> Wait a second, is and he Bane? He's Bane. <gasps> oh my god. I know who he is. We still haven't seen him on camera yet. Wow. Or is he gangsta? I don't see him. That is interesting. Yeah, I don't know where these other guys are. They're going right to the top, brother. I think this I think this is the thing. You have to work your way down and then get out of the cage to win. Oh yeah, because there's little trap doors right there. Yeah. So you're going to be yeah, but why would Flair and Anderson be first up? You would think they'd be last in the ring, right? Yeah, um, so I don't understand that either. You can't work up here. Look at how shitty that floor is, dude. Yeah, there's. I love Anderson's outfit, sweatpants, and a sweatshirt. Is he? This is, is he wearing so that? weird? Is he wearing that so when he like like he just fell on the cage there, he doesn't slice up his back? Probably. Savage is in his shirt still. Hogan's in his shirt. Could be. Players probably not. Players probably not going to bump. Savage is just ripped off. There's like weird lights. This is so stupid. (laughs) This is ridiculous. They're doing. I like it. They're in the same cage. Yeah, I know. The crowd's going to be, like, oddly quiet, I have a feeling, throughout this. Uh, I mean, they're pretty quiet right now, but it's probably because I can't see shit. Well, yeah, and you're far away from the crowd, so they're going to be... There's no attachment to it. 
Yeah, you're in the far corner of the arena. Yeah. That nitro long sleeve on uh, fucking Arn Anderson's pretty cool, though. Yeah. What do you think they did with this thing? It's just gone. They they were like, listen, we need to take this thing apart and just throw it away. Probably yeah, scrap the, it. Probably at the warehouse. Both. The, the doomsday cage you think is at the warehouse? Yeah. I doubt it. I love how there's a metal pillar right in the middle to keep it up. I want to know who thought this shit up. Is this a dusty gimmick? Well, Sullivan was booking. No, that that explains a lot, I guess. Look at this view. This is if you're in the crowd, but further back. Imagine this view. Yeah. Holy shit, that's such garbage. (laughs) And don't forget how high up it is, too. You have to, like, look way up. Bob, can you, like, do some research for us and let us know where the fuck Z-Gangsta and the Ultimate Solution are in this match? I don't know. I'm thinking that they'll be, obviously, in the ring, but maybe they just come out later. I don't know. But, I so, what I think I'm noticing here is that they start off with Flair and Anderson, and then where Barbarian Mang and Sullivan Luger are, those guys are split in half. So, like, one cage would be Barbarian and Mang, and the other side... Oh. Because it looks like there's a divider in the middle of them. Really? Oh, that's weird. So I wonder if, like, Hogan's got to go to one and then Savage has got to go to the other one or something. Because it looks like it's split in the middle there. Yeah, there hasn't been a lot of explanation of what the fuck's going on here. I like the stripper pole in the middle, though. Yeah, I like that, too. This is so silly. I just wish it made sense. If it made sense, I'd be all for it. Well, you know, and another thing, too, is, like, the last pay-per-view, we had two steel cage matches. Yeah. So it's kind of like, kind of, I know I know it's three cages, but it's still yeah, and if you if you think about it, say Savage and Hogan do get all the way through, that just tells everybody that two guys can easily beat most of the top heels of the company. Yeah, you're killing it, your heels. At once. Yeah, and I think there's a reason why the Giant's not in this match. Oh, come on. To protect them. The green lights. The green lights. What kind of strategy is he yelling at him up there? There's Jimmy Look at Hart. this. This is the crowd <laughs> shot. This is so shit, dude. Yeah, it's not great. I'm sad. This was cool for the entrances, but uh, look at Doomsday Cage Mats. Once again, if you forgot what you're watching when they do the dual screen, <laughs> it's written right there for you. I wish they should have just made this a yearly thing. Duh! 
Hogan's in a fucking leg lock. Look at Tony goes, all the fans at home were asking, what is the cage all about? Well, we're finding out right here. Yeah, we fucking are, I guess. We're in a double figure four leg lock here. Split screen, same move. Counter the figure four like we've been doing every match for two years now. This is not what I wanted to see in a doomsday cage match. No. I wanted fire. I wanted to see thumbtacks. Oh my god, he's got a computer dongle. He's got oh nope, he dropped it. He's passed it to the other cage. He passed now what if they didn't catch it and it went all the way to the ring? Oh well yeah, there you go. Yeah, that could happen. He passed. What was it? Wait, there's powder getting thrown. Who's throwing powder? <laughs> Did they throw it? Oh, Savage is throwing powder down. Now Hogan has it. Oh, Hogan. Oh, I thought Luger threw powder at his own guys. So did I at first. Wait, now they didn't pin them. They just escaped. Yeah, they don't have to pin them. Oh, I thought they had to pin them. Look, Hogan's just climbing down casually. Yeah, taking a sweet time. That's why they had to blind him, because he's like, I, I can't just jump down. Savage doesn't give a fuck. He's just going to cannonball in there. Okay, so it, there is a door there, but they are not actually separated. It's just open. Now, can't Flair and Arn Anderson come down and join them? Oh, I'm sure they could now, yeah. I feel like wait, so wait, they're not divided? Wait a second. Well, they are, but the door's open. The door's open, yeah, yeah. Um, Jimmy Hart climbed up the scaffold to hand, like, a chain or something? They're going to try and separate them. Yeah, they're going to, because the door is going to shut, I bet you. Like I said before, that's a chain. Thank you, Tony. Right now we got Hogan and Luger and Taskmaster, and on the other side it's uh, Mang, Savage, and who else? Barbarian. Barbarian. Ultimate Solution and Z Gangsta are MIA still, for the record. I love how Hogan refuses to go down for any substantial amount of time. Yeah, he hasn't once yet. They'll punch him and he'll go down to a knee, but then he's like right back up. He's like, I'm not selling for these jabronis. Can't hurt my character, brother. Right. Hulk Hogan has a nine-inch penis, not Terry Bollea. Terry Bollea is <laughs> very average. <laughs> Even Tony doesn't know where the Z-Gangsta and Ultimate Solution are. He just said. Yeah, they might be residing somewhere. Well, here's the thing. If Ultimate Solution can't even walk downstairs, I mean, how would he leave his house? I mean, he's probably stuck at his home. Or put a shirt on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You can't shower? Like, what the hell? Oh, so look. Hogan has locked the other guys on the other side of the cage. Oh, maybe not. (laughs) He can't get the door closed. Wait a second. This is the only match that Ultimate Solution has in WCW? Oh, yeah. Holy fuck. I love how Hogan... Was trying to lock the door, and in the phases of fear, instead of trying to pull it open, were pushing it shut to help him. Jeez. Oh, here comes Arn. He's coming down. 
too bad they can't do anything because they're trapped in that cage now. When literally they could just have gone out the door that they made the entrance in and walked down the scaffold and just come through that door. Right, right, yeah. Uh-oh, it's turning into a scaffold match now as uh, Kevin Sullivan might Jeez. be getting uh, thrown over. Look, they are. They're teasing that he's going to fall off. Oh, my God. See, see, now I know I'm like I'd slip and I just would pump. And you would fall to my death. Yeah. Being Hogan's all trying, and shit. Hogan's yeah. trying to kill a man here live on pay per view. <laughs> He's the baby face. If you're a casual viewer, you're watching this and you're like, "Why is Hulk Hogan trying to push a toddler off of a scaffold right now?" You how about like the how about the same month WCW threw Canyon off the three cage cell the same month Owen Hart died? No, it was no, a year later. It was a year. It was the same building. Oh, but it was a year after. And then Russo was like, hey, "We talk about it, bro. There's nothing to do with that. No correlation." Come on, that's good shit. And then he's in the hospital like with the halo on and everything. And yeah. Then, like, DDP's there checking on him, and then Canyon turns heel, and he goes, DDP, you never visit me in the hospital? And it's like, dude, two nitros ago, he was there visiting you in the hospital. This is amazing. There's three cages, and they still break free of it to brawl <laughs> outside of the cage. On the fucking- I know. You'd think this is a Jeff Jarrett match. Yeah, you really would. That's right, you know... I was thinking about that. That's how you kill the cage match, when you constantly get out of it and then just brawl around ringside. What mm-hmm. is the point of a cage if you can just constantly get out of it? Visual. They're going to go to the ring. They're going to go to the fucking ring and then not be yep. okay. Oh, my God. They escaped, dude. So I don't understand. Did they win the match? No. They got to pin him still. Hogan is breaking a microphone on the back of Sullivan's head. Hey, brothers. We got to make sure you get at least my my leg drop for the front row. And also, you know, see me in regular lighting to make sure that you know it's me and not Randy Hogan. Savage and Luger going at it. Hmm. Still no gangsta or solution. Yeah, the fact that this is back in the regular ring is pretty much bullshit. And for what? And look at he's he's throwing uh, Sullivan out of it now, and so they're just going to start walking back. It was so they gave the fans a little tease, and now they're going to go back to the Doomsday Cage. And we, what is the point of that? Why? That makes no sense. It's so stupid. I want to know where the other two members of the match are. Yeah, because they could use them right now. <laughs> Look at Hogan sneaking up on Luger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I You know what? I hope Solution is so big that he has, like, uh, a humpback, and they can finally do that gimmick where he can't technically get pinned because his, uh, his shoulders are always My out. God. 
Well, I was just looking them up for the Batman movie just because I wanted to. I wanted to re- uh, remember that again. And there's a like an image from them from Nitro, and he is fucking huge. He's a huge guy. Yeah. They're saying it on commentary. We still haven't seen Z Gangster. We still haven't seen Ultimate Solution, which is really weird. So I mean, when you say Ultimate Solution. That should mean that he is the guy that will end them. So maybe yeah. he's the ace in the hole here. That's true. Watch out over there. Watch out. Uncensored is living up to its name here, even though we had to zoom out for the blood earlier in the show. Mm-hmm. Which is actually really fucking hilarious when you think about it. It's uncensored, but we got a censored bug. Uh, Sullivan is grabbing boards from the scaffold for some reason. And he's just dropping them on the ground. Luger and Hogan are in the the ring. The real ring, not the doomsday cage ring. And Savage is grabbing a board and he's running toward the ring with it. And now he just hit the back of Sullivan with it. Wow, this is something. There's a camera woman in the way. This is terrible. I was really hoping the cage triple fucking thing would. Um, okay, so <sighs> I, have a pre- I have a prediction as we are. Uh, let's see how much time we got. We still have 15 minutes, guys. Um, so as we we still are going through those 15 minutes, I have a prediction. Mm-hmm. I feel like these last couple WCW shows, including this one, we looked at the card and it was like, well, maybe it'll be fun. None of the next one looks really not fun, so maybe it'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, that sounds dude. like wishful thinking. The next one looks like one of the worst WCW shows we're ever going to watch. Oh, yeah. I'm really, really not... It's fucking it. Lethal Lottery Battle Bowl. I hate that shit. I'm it's really so... not looking forward to it, dude. We better have some real good shit to talk about. Didn't we skip a World War Three or something, Bob? Because you just refused to watch it. No, we skip. We skip Battle Bowl. I knew it was something like that. What year? Ninety four. Ninety three. Ninety three. Ninety three. Battle Bowl. The one before. It was after Havoc and before Starcade. Oh, see, I wasn't involved, or I'd make you. I'd make us watch it. Oh no. Completionist. Nope. I am too, but I was like, you know what? I have my limits. Wait till Bob gets mad at me when I want to watch pre shows for pay per views. Oh, I'm not doing that. Talk. <laughs> Why would I watch a pre-show? It's part of the part of the continuity, man. Well, no way. Is is there a match on the pre-show? Yes, matches. Okay, matches. If, there's, if there's matches, then I'll do. It. I'm not going to sit there for a half hour as much. No, no. Tell what I'm talk. about to watch. When there's matches, come on. Talk. Come on, Bob. Come on, hey guys. Tonight at No Surrender. Uh, these are all the <laughs> matches we're going to watch, and here's the highlight videos of each match no, nine times in a half hour. And Dallas is like, I don't know, he announced that kind of weird, so I didn't really like it. <laughs> yeah, I can watch if If the pre-show matches are available, then yeah, I'll watch that. I don't care. They're available if you make them available, Robert. Yeah, but I don't know if on the copies I have, they have the pre-show. <sighs> okay, well, I'm not getting heated about this right now. I'm trying okay. to work on my temper with you, so. 
I'm surprised you haven't yelled at me for like you'll text me and then I don't answer for seven hours. Okay, the other day you because I forget. fucking blew my mind. I was like, I can't believe this dude didn't answer me until the next day. <laughs> I was like, this was bullshit. I'll look at it. Oh, but if I don't answer one fucking text message, I'm the biggest piece of shit in the world. No, it's because you answer, you respond back with a lack of enthusiasm. No, you were pretty bad for a while, my dude. What? Yeah. A lack of enthusiasm. Yeah, we've talked about this. You've just put a period. I could be like, dude, I could punctuation in my text I could be, I could have been like, oh, here comes solution in gangsta. See now, oh if I were to God. text, if I were to text Austin this, like Gangsta Solution just came out. Watching this live, he would respond, "Cool," with a period. With a period. Um, I gotta say, um, Solution definitely lost some weight to play Bane in Batman. He's not as thick. Now, Z Gangsta, he ain't looking too hot right here, but he's choking Savage. Ultimate Solution's going right after Hogan. He's bringing him back to the Doomsday Cage. He doesn't look like he's that big where he couldn't shower. I don't understand the shower remark. The shirt I could get. I mean, I don't think a shirt could fit this guy. No, I mean, he's massive. Why are these two the ones who are like, oh, this is that. These are the guys that are going <laughs> That's the thing I hate about the whole, like, Dungeon of Doom, Kevin Sullivan bullshit stuff. Look, at this is kind of a cool camera angle, but... Hogan's terrified. It's from behind the bottom part of the cage shooting... Um, Ultimate Solution Hogan facing the crowd. Um, but Randy, get up. There's two big guys here. But this is what I hate up. about this because all they do is, like, introduce a new big guy and they are like, yo, he's going to be the one who takes down Hulkamania. And then, of course, it doesn't happen. And that's what continue, happens month after month after month. And then it's just like, fuck, instead of one leg drop, it's going to take two. Fuck. It, I hate it. I hate it. I think that's why I hate the Dungeon of Doom shit. Because it's like, oh, here's fucking Shark, or whatever. And then he's done. Okay, well, here's here's one man gang. Okay, cool. My, my problem with the Dungeon of Doom is that it's all guys that Hogan's already beat. Well, not in this... Several times over. ...this way. So that's how he's gonna... They're gonna beat him. And you got Z Gangsta, who's... Pretty much just an actor, and he's just coming here to wrestle again for some reason. Well, he's uh, wrestled before. Well, I know, but very little. It's Zeus, dude. I know who it is. He's he's big time. Savage is on the top rope. Oh my god, he dropped the axe handle on his uh, Zig Gangster, who like kind of makes it look like he got like a splash of water on his face after it. Yeah. Ultimate Solution with the most shitty atomic drop ever. Hogan does not even think of selling it. Well, and then he goes after so much steroids, you can't bang Jimmy enough for an atomic drop. Are you kidding me? That's a good point. Come here, brother. I mean, if you look at him here and you type in, like, Bane, or you just type in his name, or Bane from Batman and Robin, significantly different. I would have just had him wear the gear. Oh, he slammed Ultimate Solution's head against the, the fucking thing. Is he gangsta? Had um, Savage in <laughs> <and> a <laughs> <laughs> This is what we've been waiting two hours, 30 minutes for, was to see Ultimate Solution and Z gangsta against Hulk Hogan and Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> it's paying off so far. 
The gangster's wearing a Goldberg gym weight belt. This is Goldberg right across the bag. <laughs> the ultimate solution is uh Why isn't he just why is the referee not counting a pin? Look at him look how he's holding Sammy. He doesn't want to touch his butt because uh of course that would mean he likes guys probably. So instead he was pulling the back of his tights <laughs> the back of the tights. Holy fuck. Okay, listen, this match sucked before. But this has taken it to the next level of suck because this is so this is really fucking bad. Where did all the real wrestlers go? Are they That's just on the outside of the cage yeah, just where, waiting? Yeah, where's Flair? Yeah, I was wondering the same thing actually. Savage pulling something out of his tights. Oh powder. Yeah. He just bit it off. It's powder. Here's Anderson who's magically in his wrestling gear, no longer <laughs> <laughs> No longer sweatpants in the sweatshirt because he's he's not going to land on a cage. So right, that's hilarious. That had to be like a fuck you to Hogan and stuff. It had to be. Look at Flair coming in and just taunting the whole time. <laughs> he's trying to get enough so he can get a finisher for uh, like a video game. Yeah, he's yeah, like just... spamming the taunt button. Yeah. Throwing savage against the cage. Holy shit, guys, we st- we have just under 10 minutes, finally. Oh, my God, there's still 10 minutes? We're 238.35 and out of 245.06, so we still got too much time left is what it means. I wish they would have done more with the actual wrestlers in the cage than the fucking TV guys in the ring. I would have rather... Just had Hogan and Savage against Solution and Gangsta. No. Yeah. Not in a triple cage. But Solution's just standing there not knowing what to do. I'm not so sure. Okay, now he just, he raised his arm well over his head, so he can definitely shower. Savage saw white powder, and he dove at it like he thought it was cocaine. That was not, (laughs) that was terrifying. (laughs) Booty Man. Booty Man is here. He's got, he's got cooking pants. He gave them, he gave them pants. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, How do no. you come up with that as the as a weapon of choice? That's Out of solve... all the things, dude, two <laughs> brooms, two brooms, and two frying pans, dude. <laughs> what the fuck? Is Look at them just tap everyone on the head with them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he smacked him right in the face. He tripped and smacked Solution right in the face. They keep hitting Z Gangsta in the back with it, which I think is hilarious. How are you going to tell me that Z Gangsta can't shower, but Luger can't? (laughs) No, Solution can't shower. (laughs) Solution, sorry, sorry. You know what I meant. Well, technically, Lex can't even walk now, so. Oh, that's so fucked up. That's fucked up. He can't can't walk upstairs. That's not from the steroids, though. Well, I think. To some level, it is. Oh, is it? I thought it was from... Oh, maybe. Oh, my God, he got the loaded glove. He almost hit Savage, but he stopped himself, and then he hit Flair. Yeah, so I think they're going to play that up, too. 
Like, yeah, he could have stopped, but he still hit Boyer. I'm pretty sure they play that up. I believe that. That makes sense. Because he purposely didn't hit Savage, really. Wait, Savage and Hogan are running away? No, uh, Savage forgot that he had to pin Flair, so he jumped out. Oh, my God. And then, look, they locked the Doomsday cage. The referee's stuck inside with with the ultimate solution in (laughs) Z-Gangsta. Oh, we did it. We beat all seven of them. The Mega Powers. No opponents. And they're just leaving. They're not even. Oh, wait. They're going. Are they going to go back to the top? No, they're just leaving. They're just crawling away. He's rolling. They're not even raising their arm. That was uh, a pretty big disappointment, folks. I don't even think disappointment's the right word. I was looking forward to that main event. Can we be. You were? Yeah. Guys, can we be real? Can we be real with each other? Do we really think that that match is going to be good? No. Absolutely not. But for me, it wasn't. I was hoping for like kind of some stupid shit, and we didn't even get that. No. Yeah, you. I would have thought there would be some like an explosion or something. Something. No, not like that. <laughs> well, you know, like, oh hey, I can't believe the top of the cage blew off. Because of the solution. An explosion. Yeah. Okay, and now we're going to the table for the last three minutes. Uh, the show is the show, uh, the show's basically over. If you're Bobby Heenan, what are you thinking right now? I'm getting paid good money. I was going to say, I'm just glad that a check clears every month. Yeah. Wow, guys. Um, I can't believe we just sat through that show. I'm going uh, thumbs down for this one. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I can't wait till one day where we're like, wow, that was a good WCW show. Yeah, in June. <laughs> yeah. Because I'll tell you right now, Slambery 96, I went there, thumbs down. No Slamberies are good. Um, Slambery 98 and 99 aren't bad. I don't know. I like Slambery 99. I was going to say, maybe 90. Okay, well, guys, just, just to get excited, there are 15 matches coming up for us at Slamboree. That's right, 15 matches. Yeah. 12 of them are Lethal Lottery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but <laughs> besides that... And I know we have, like, we have a world title match. There's a cruiserweight match. Yeah, and then the U.S. title match. And the, so we got – we're not reading the bullshit. Okay, we're going on – we got credits. This is it. Show's done. I'm excited. They don't even give them last names. There's, like, Jeff. Jeff, Rob, Rob Neil, Neil, Rick, Rick Mike, Mike, Ray, Kip, and that – Paul, Joe, Melinda, Bill, Mike, James, Ron, Grover, Jimmy, Jim. Okay, I'm exiting out of this shit. Woody. Okay, we're done. Um, That was not good. Okay, so we have – out of. Before, besides the bullshit, we get Dean Malenko versus Brad Armstrong for the cruiserweight title. Pass. Conan versus Jushin Thunder Liger for the U.S. title. Mm. No, pa- no pass on that one. Mm. Uh, and the heavyweight title, which is the main event, is the Giant versus Stang. Mang and Stang. Mang and Stang. Um, but other people feature on the card. Oh, we got people like VK Wall Street, Johnny Grunge, Fire and Ice. <laughs> so it's a WCW uh, Saturday night. Is Sergeant Pittman on it? 
Yes, he is. Hell yeah, dude. That's all you need. Public Enemy, Road Warrior Hawk. The ta- I mean, dude, you name it, they're here. The Taskmaster and the Chris Benoit team. That's a rare instance right there. Um, cause you, cause you know, he, yeah. Um, Rock, yeah, it's just, dude, it's a mess. It's a mess. So we're skipping Slamboree, right? No, we're watching it. No, we have to watch it. Oh, but we can skip fucking Battle Bowl night. Absolutely, we can. That wasn't my choice. What a bunch of bullshit. I do think... The the positive is that at least these matches can't be 20 minutes long because there's so many of them and it's only so long of a show. Well, here's the thing. The longest match on that show is uh, 10 minutes and 41 seconds. That's That's awesome. That's not going to be bad. That's awesome. All the other matches are... Like the Lethal Lottery matches? Let's see here. Those can be less than five for all I care. None of them... Or excuse me, one match is over eight minutes long. <laughs> I, I can live with that. All the other matches are sub six minutes. No, that's uh, that's definitely good news. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. As far as match of the night goes, I guess you kind of by default have to give it to fucking. Belfast Brawler versus <laughs> William Regal. The yeah. Belfast Bruiser. Bruiser. Or whatever. No, I uh, I gotta agree with you. Um, I was slightly entertained by the Triple Cage match. I was for a little bit, and then it, it when you realized, like, okay, we're not even staying inside of it, and like then right. it was. And then it was just like shitty brawling outside of it instead of shitty brawling in the fun structure. I think that that's where it like ruined it for me. I agree. Um, the Chicago street fight was mm, yeah, not good. Arguably one of the worst pay per view matches we've seen. Three and a half stars, apparently. Uh, yeah, it's two thumbs down for me, guys, and there's, I guess, a reason why I've never seen any of that pay-per-view is because kind of blows dick. Yeah, that seems pretty fair. Mm-hmm. So, well, fuck them. That happened. So fuck On to the next. Uh, yeah, the next one, like we've said, is uh, Slambury. There's no pay-per-view in April. So there'll be quite, and, I mean, as Dallas mentioned, the Giant defends the world title. So there is a pretty big uh, development there that we'll discuss uh, the next yeah, time. Yeah, I'm hoping there. before the next time we uh, do this that I can maybe try to catch up with the Nitros. Because I want to, like, I'm not promising, but who knows, by the time we actually record the next one, I might be able to do it. I'm sure you can, mm-hmm. yeah. Because I haven't even caught up since, like, I have to watch, like, after Starcade and on, which is a decent amount. But usually it's, like, I know the last one, there's a clash, too, in between. So there's also that, and going to cause me problems. But yeah. Well, still, that might help. We'll see. I'm going to try. I don't have to do the pay-per-views. I already watched them. Yeah, uh, you guys, if you've never seen this, you didn't miss anything. If you watched it with us... Sorry. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Fucking that. That's a moment of your life you'll never get back. Yeah. Um. But with all that said, 
we march on, we get later into the year, and uh, some pretty big things develop in the summer of 1996. Uh, specifically, a big mang and a medium-sized mang. Oh my god, do they need it so badly. Um, so that'll be good. Otherwise, we're going to just have to struggle through until then. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. It's like when we get to that point, I'll, I'll probably want to watch every week. Yeah. Well, yeah, so we got Slamboree and what's the order after Slamboree? I always get these. It goes Slamboree, Great American Bash, Bash at the Beach, Hog Wild, Ball Brawl. Okay, so two, yeah, two, more, two more to power through. Which Until really like, isn't bad. No, we have one more. Is, is the bash good? Green American Bash 96 is arguably the best WCW pay-per-view during the Nitro era. One of the best. Okay. It's okay. considered that at least. So. Yeah. Well, so, okay, so one more one more real bad one to get through that yeah. we know is going to be bad for sure. Yeah. Okay. Right. I can do that. That is absolutely good. Uh, all right. That will wrap up this edition of Icopod. Until next time when we cover Slamboree for Dallas Greeley and for Austin Skinner, I'm Bob Collin Jr. and this has been Icopod. You gotta hear it.